Right, boys. Hello. Episode 14. Don't spoil the ending. We all look a bit shattered today. <laughs> <laughs> One week. It is indeed. Long night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is a podcast about films, drinking, TV, games, and being tired this week. So, uh, yeah, should we, we'll move straight. We'll, let's, let's dive straight into the show. Yeah. Anybody done anything? Introductions. Oh, do you know, <laughs> it is it is the tired. This is this is going to be the train wreck episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm Joe. I'm Nick. I'm Jono. I'm John. I'm Sam. Good stuff. Intros in. Ball rolling. Easy, Let's yeah. go. What have we done? I I don't think I've done anything this week. Nick's bought a new mic stand. I bought a new mic stand today. Just for Thanks podcast. for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Does that count? I bought a mic stand. I bought a mic cable. <laughs> We did something fairly big last week. Had a rock band night last Saturday. Yeah, spoke yeah. about it last week. To be fair, yeah, since since the last podcast, I didn't even consider this. You know, yeah. Had uh, the boys back round. Like, I don't know, if, like on that pilots episode, is it is, is it heard on that the uh, the one we did? It's on the uh, on the tapes in the basement. Was that on um, the the recording that we recorded on the last rock band night? Was that mm. on that? The last rock band night. Yeah, was, was the start before. of the podcast. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was just before, wasn't it? So it was literally right before the yeah, before the yeah. Yeah. Night, yeah. That was one of the initial sort of tester beta podcasts. And, 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 yeah. and because that was such a massive success, <laughs> um, I had another one uh, last Saturday. Yeah, where we are, we are a great success now. No, we've our <laughs> listeners from far and wide. San Francisco, is that you? <laughs> San Francisco, <laughs> Tokyo, um, Australia. Australia, yeah. from Australia. Hello to Australia. Hello, Australian listeners or Same. listener. Yeah. Yes. Oh, St. Helens, everything. Yes, St. Helens. St. Helens. We have. We've got some Scouts listeners. We've got some Scottish listeners. Uh, yeah. One so, in Carlisle. Yeah. We won't mention who oh, that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a, a regular listener in Carlisle. Yeah. 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 Worldwide appeal. That's what <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, have, have we watched our that worldwide any? appeal oh, well. died on its ass? <laughs> it? We've got a few things to mention before we go into the films and stuff. Yeah, we've yeah. done this week. We've got the rock band night. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I, had night, yeah. I had a few highlights had a, that night. Had a, had the barbecue, you know. Before barbecue right? was good. Uh, your brother Luke was there. Ben and Heggy from work turned up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good night. Once uh, highlight of the night was probably when me and Ben were talking about the uh, Lenny Kravitz YouTube video <laughs> where his pants explode and his non flops out <laughs> on, on stage. Yeah. And uh, while we were looking for that video, I think Heggy found a top five <laughs> celebrity smallest penises. I think it was. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that, that was fun. Yeah, I don't like, know why that just come up just randomly. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. It was weird how we got to that, but like. Um, let's just say Ellen Ellen DeGeneres was on the on the list. She was number four, I think. <laughs> also, one of John's idols, Toby Maguire. He was number one. Number yeah, one, really? the smallest number penis. One, smallest Toby Maguire. Penis. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about Toby Maguire as the man, he is the biggest penis in terms of his actual. He's worthier than him. Might only be small. But yeah, then I took a weird turn. It was me, you, your Luke, uh, Heggy, Ben. Josh, I think, was in there at that point and we were watching weird videos on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good laugh. A bit of a turn, didn't it, at that point? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. Uh, what else have we done? I, 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 need, I need to hear the, uh, 
the story about FIFA and what happened on FIFA with you and Luke. Ah, uh, yeah, there was a bit of a FIFA thing that night. Should put a bit of background on Luke's FIFA skills. Yeah, Luke's well known as being like the, the best FIFA player. Because possibly in the world. Yeah, because that just literally spends all his time doing. <laughs> it is ridiculous how good he is at it. Like we've yeah, we've all played crazy. him. Yeah. I don't I'm think the we've... only one who came close to beating him. See, none of us have ever beat him, have we? No. No. He beat me four three. That was the closest I got. I was United, he was West Brom, so that, <laughs> that's kind of why. But but yeah, last week it was one all, and he had to shoot off because his cab came. So oh. Do you think fl- that's because he was in pain because of his leg? I don't think I mean, so. He was like, pretty much broke his ankle. Is he drugged up? Was he, was he drugged up? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that sense, in the leg sense. In like painkillers. Oh, right. Like pain, painkillers, I mean painkillers. No, Maybe. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. <laughs> no, we cannot. You know what else we can talk about? The Tekken match. I was just going to say. Tekken match. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Let's yeah. do the thing. We've got the Tekken game, yeah. Yeah, we got that in. It's on Twitter. Yeah, we had one match. I won the one match. The first round of the match. Yeah, you were. Moved on from that. Yeah. All the other rounds were insignificant then. It was, yeah. didn't really matter then. <laughs> I, I've got a recording of you saying, I think it was uh, one match, three rounds. No, we'll go. no, I definitely didn't say three rounds. It was two rounds, I think I quoted. All ah, right. So, so was it first to two? you didn't win. Was that first to <laughs> yeah, Technically, you didn't two, win. So I still won. <laughs> no, because it doesn't work that well, you see. All right. So how, many, how, many, <laughs> how many rounds did you win? Yeah. <laughs> what One match. Yeah. <laughs> I won I, the first match. I was watching this live. This night, just I, watching. I, can, I can confirm that John won the first one. No, but this is there for yeah. everyone to see. And the rest of it, it is. It's on Twitter. Oh, yeah, check it out. Uh, on our, it's, it's on your Twitter, isn't it? But it's not. I've I've retweeted it, so it's on our page as well. If anyone wants to check that match out, it's there. It's so hmm. a game of football isn't forty-five minutes. A match of Tekken isn't just one round. Oh, it is. <laughs> it yeah. literally isn't. Yeah, it's, it should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was good. Check it out definitely yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I was really tired that night as well. Though, oh, so. yeah. Oh, is that what it was? The first round then, he was just dead. It was like half 11. We finally got on to, to the fight, so I was quite tired. <laughs> half 11. <laughs> We've even got the exact time. It went up. It was about half 10. Yeah, time difference. Oh. <laughs> so, somewhere in the world, it was half 11. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the big news, Jono. Got some nice pink trainers on. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this a big deal? I don't understand the pink shoes. I just find them fascinating. I think they're amazing. See, these have come all the way from Sweden. These, you'll see some pictures later. Some oh. pink night trainers with like a blue, that uh, navy blue yeah. night, night tick. Yeah. White soles. I, I like them, but they're just very bold. You know, bold, bold choice. But People couldn't take them in. Uh, yeah. People still can't take them in. <laughs> just like wow. I'm still looking at them now. They're amazing. I can't believe I got asked the question before we left work. Then was were they meant to be that colour? I'm like, what the colour were they fucking meant to be? I bought a pink I, I pair of trainers, but they meant white, to... A white pair of trainers and you just threw... Like, they ran in a wash Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's oh, what he said, but that was a joke. Down. The person that actually said it before seemed genuine that I'd actually yeah, dived them myself. I was <laughs> just like, what are you talking about? Sorry, sorry, right. are they girls' trainers? In a nine and a half men's, <laughs> the women's trainers. Big girls' trainers. They start at a six. They're not women's <laughs> trainers. The men's are in the men's section. <laughs> No, but they are cool. Got one on a discount, didn't you? And again, if you see the picture, you can check them out on oh. any of the websites to make sure the men's. <laughs> You're going to stick a picture on Twitter, aren't you? I am. So, yeah. but if people want to go onto the night website as well, the men's in the men's section. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing a night hat right now, Jono. Are you endorsed? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish I was. <laughs> Send me the endorsements, night. The skateboarding. Yeah. Cool. cool. Just one other thing as well. For any listeners in Manchester, uh, 
you'll probably know that the Printworks Cinema changed hands recently from Odeon, Odeon to View. Correct. And for anyone who owns an Odeon Limitless card, that's a bit of a pain in the ass because you've just paid for years Limitless <laughs> and the cinema's closed. But I had a bit of results on Twitter this week. Uh, I tweeted complaining, and they got back to me saying, no, not a problem, you can go to the AMC at Deansgate, use your, your Limitless card there. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Just out there it's for funny any, how they failed to mention it to everyone else. Yeah. You've only got that, but you've only you only know yeah, that information complain, by complaining. That, that's not common knowledge. So it's like no one knows. It's like we won't tell anyone. Yeah, I'm well happy with that. This podcast has became how to find the greatest deals. Yeah, much, <laughs> it can yeah. be top UK yep, deals if you want. Yeah. Talk, <laughs> talking of you, Cinema, I, I, I booked my ticket for Spider-Man: Homecoming this week at View in the IMAX. Did you get yeah. a discount? No, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't belong on the podcast. Yeah, got got me ticket though. I'm not watching a film not in the IMAX. It's got to be in there. So whether it sw- switches over to View, um, Odeon, the other one, <laughs> the, the other one, yeah, the other <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be going there IMAX. So when you're going for the viewing, then is it like are you going for the first showing no the it's in the week I think it comes out on like a Tuesday or mm. something I'm going on the midweek opening I'm going I'm going on the Saturday afterwards what with these daft midweek openings yeah they've gone on for a while now haven't they it's, yeah. it's all to boost the weekend box office I know yeah, if you open it on the Wednesday you get another two full days there to boost your opening weekend box office yeah you can say oh look, we've got 150 million but like you know two extra days then why so, not yeah. open it on the Monday then Technically, wouldn't that count for the last weekend? I don't know, mate. I, I was thinking that myself actually. I don't know where the cut off point is, like, you know, uh, whether that, whether the Tuesday would count in the last weekend, maybe. I mean, that's not the weekend, though, is it? No. That's no. my issue. Technicalities in it. Well, technically, the weekend, Wednesday's not a weekend, is it? But <laughs> it's weird. So, let's just be taking in money and pretending it's weekend box office. Yeah. I wish my weekend started on Wednesday, to be honest. So do I. Yeah. yeah that'd be good. Get down with that, definitely. <laughs> Judging by your attitude at work, it pretty much has. <laughs> <laughs> it's kicked in by Monday afternoon, to be honest. But Just one last thing on that as well. Uh, I replied to the tweet from Odeon. Uh, I intended it being like kind of like oh thank you so much I'm really happy with that but it came off like a really sarky response it was like <laughs> wow thanks so much I had no idea you could use the card at the AM <laughs> that's basically how we all read it as well yeah when I read it back I thought ah <laughs> we've not replied <laughs> but to be fair since then you've not even tried your card they might have cancelled it yeah. like, ah, we know who he is now find out this weekend Yeah. when he goes in he's like nah you're on the ban list on the wall <laughs> cool now on TV and the like, yeah, the, like I've literally only watched like one. Th- I, I've just been constantly watching one thing. What's that? Game of Thrones. Ah yes. We, as we all know, it's it's due out. It's coming out next month. Um, I'm sure Sam's well excited. Oh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I've been, I've been catching. I've been start. I started again, and I'm watching it, and I'm up to season five now. You've started again. Yeah, yeah, because if you watched it, you'd, you'd understand why I've watched it again. <laughs> Nick, Nick, I I fully understand. Exactly. Before season four started, I was at uni and I had, well, I'd done my work. So I had uh, a weekend where I watched the first three seasons just back to back. So I fit 30 hours of Game of Thrones in into two days. Ooh, so yeah, that's solid work. Solid, <laughs> solid, solid uni degree. <laughs> but wait. 
how? <laughs> That's like a big chunk of your day. Just yeah, just... every waking moment watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. It literally was. I'd wake up at like seven in the morning, I'd throw Game of Thrones on, I'd watch that till about two in the morning. While you're eating pot noodles and Russell burgers. Of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was a student. <laughs> well, not Russell's burgers. I was going to say, oh, yeah. like, as, as I was saying, I was like, you were eating Russell burgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was mainly, it was like the likes of pot noodles, super noodles, uh, beers, obviously. Anything uh, noodle related? Noodle. <laughs> yeah, noodle, any noodle related product. That's vegetarian. Uh, if if there are any noodle product related companies listening, please <laughs> give me a call. But yeah, but yeah, I got Don't to the show. Just give me a call. Yeah. Give yeah, me a private I, number. Just <laughs> I got up to season five of Game of Thrones. Um, so like. I'm alright to spoil it because it's been a while now. Wow, I've never seen um, any of it. Yeah, but you're not going to either. How do you know? Cause, I could do it. Well, because it's been six years. Come on now. <laughs> that is a point to be fair. <laughs> that, that's neither here um, nor there. I don't know why you're saying these things. I could just start but, one day. But I got to season um, up to season five. Um, so Tywin's just died. Oh um, God, I Shay's just that. died. It's 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 all been kicking all off. All kicking off. Uh, I'm, I'm dead excited for this season because there's been like 20 other characters that have died as well. Oh, they, they all died. Like this them. season, I know. I know we've got um, the death of Stannis, um, Jon Snow. Yeah, that was almost a spoiler for me because I just forgot a lot of. <laughs> I was like Stannis, <laughs> like a retrospective spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> no, I feel like I need to do what you're doing, Nick, and rewatch some more. But I might wait till the, the start of the next season, recap on the whole thing, and then. Go into that final season. Is that you've got two seasons left? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's like two seven episode seasons. Short like seasons, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. sure. So, yeah. but yeah, Why? like, like in like we're doing a Game of Thrones podcast yeah. next month as well. Yeah. So anyone want to check that out? Yeah, definitely. That'll be coming. Uh, what, what date was it? The sixteenth well, of the July. 16th, so, isn't 17th, it? so, 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 so I reckon it'll be released on like the eighteenth of July. Yeah, it'll be out that week. Yeah, so something like that. Yeah, check it out. Oh yeah, cool. cool. I watched uh, the Crystal Maze this week. Oh, or, well, last week's episode. Uh, have you seen that? It's the new. It's the new remake. Not seen it, but is Stephen Merchant still involved at all? Or? So Stephen Merchant's not involved now. I don't know what. Did anyone watch that version with Stephen Merchant? No, no that was kind of avoided. So, can I refresh on that? Like where Stephen Merchant comes into that? The he big was... deal was they did that one-off episode, didn't they? A merchant appeared on it with his bald head. He was filming. It. Yeah, he was filming Logan at the time. Once he playing Caliban, yeah. so he had a bald head. But well, that's all I knew about it. That no, he was the host no. for that one episode. He, he was the host for that one-off episode, and like for what the Crystal Maze is, it was fine. Stephen Merchant's actually quite a good stand-in for what was the guy's name? Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien. So he was quite a good stand-in for that because he, he he fit the mold, not just because he'd shaved his head, but he fit the mold of what you would expect <laughs> from a kind of strange-looking, eccentric, weird Bold, guy. Yeah. yeah. So that that worked for that, and it I, I don't know what the story behind it coming back is, but I reckon that's pushed for this new version now it's a celebrity version nobody likes celebrities or well, I don't anyway. well um, Liam Gallagher's supposed to be one of the celebrities on it right okay really? so that's going to be interesting I, yeah. Crystal um, yeah well he did an interview on the radio where he was talking about his new life since he's been back in music and he was on Radio 1 and he said in that four years he was going stir crazy and he literally going stir crazy <laughs> <laughs> right more than usual but he literally said that his days consisted of like he used to eat he took up running just to fill the void. So he'd get up at five o'clock, be ready for running by six. He'd go out for a long run because he said he likes, doesn't have music on because he likes to be with one with nature. Yeah, oh, biggest hippie comment ever. He's a bit mental, isn't he? <laughs> What's the... Uh, well, then they said, what happened to the drugs and the booze? And he's like, well, when I'd come home, 
I fucking get straight down the pub. And I was like, what's the fucking point of the running then? <laughs> Unless you're running to the pub because it's raining. <laughs> have, you, have you heard what Liam Gallagher says when he like sees his sister in the street? It's like, oh, hey, sis. Anyway, switching back to Crystal Maze. The new season is hosted by Richard Iodi. Now, oh, I'm a fan of Rich, Richard Iodi. <laughs> no, Richard Iodi. For anyone who doesn't know him, yeah, Iodi it is. But for anyone who doesn't know him, he's he's Moss out of the IT crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so he's hosting it, and he's he's perfect for that type of role because he's so eccentric. It's yeah. unfair. Unfo- if he was Moss, if he was playing the character Moss, being the the, the thing, he'd be so bad with his half mass pants and he's yeah, weird he, afro. He, 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 but he's oh, is it him out of IT crowd? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. He's fun. He's, fun. He, he's he's quite quite a. He's got a certain peculiar sense of humor, or like you know, way of delivering you know jokes. So it works for that, and I, I think that's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Adam Buxton's got a role in it. Which I love Adam Buxton, love Adam and Joe. He's got a role of um can't quite remember, but it's like the psychic sort of strange something. I don't know. But Adam Buxton's in it and for me personally he probably fit the the mould for a Crystal Maze sort of secondary character. Second type. Yeah. But yeah, no, um I'm I'm not gonna say I enjoyed it, but it was like it was it, one of them goofy shows that I kind of didn't mind having on. It's obviously not going to be as good as the original, but the original was shit. <laughs> so, the original was shit, but at least it was the general public. No, but the point of it was that it was a bit shit. Like, yeah. so. that was I, mean, I, I never get stuff like that when they bring back UK TV shows. I can't think of another example off the top I of my head. But... Blind Date. Well, yeah, Blind Date. Blind Date, they just brought back. They bring it back and you get people saying, oh, it's not as good as the old one. Oh, St- Stars in the Rise was another one. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's not as good as the old one. Does it oh. work as well? But it's like... Did you watch the old ones? They were yeah. fucking shy. <laughs> you know what was amazing? I did watch one only episode of Stars in Their Eyes because it was done by Harry Hill. And he was oh, literally God. introducing one woman. <laughs> right, check this out. One woman. And you remember the catchphrase that they used to say tonight, Matthew? She actually said that to him. Yeah. He's like, I'm Harry Hill. I'm not Matthew. <laughs> that pretty that. much killed the programme for me. I was just like, this woman has... N- doesn't know what day it is <laughs> clearly clearly she thinks it's Matthew fucking Kelly <laughs> since then he's been in court for like all sorts uh, which we won't mention we're on dodgy ground <laughs> he was found innocent cleared of all charges but he has been I never said he, I never said anything he's, bad I sorry, just said he has been to court yeah. he's allegedly been to court um, <laughs> yeah it, it, like with Crystal Maze just to finish that off like it's it might be worth a watch like I said it's not the best TV show ever but Richard Iodi does have a few. Do you think that Liam Gallagher thought he'd said crystal meth? <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd be very surprised to see Liam Gallagher go on it, to be honest, because I'd like to like sort of uh, Louis Spence on the first episode. Oh my so, God. Was yeah, he like, darling? It was, it was, it literally he <laughs> was, yeah. Um, and a couple of reality stars. One was like a Jory Shaw one. And like uh, Alex Brooker, who is uh, from The Last Leg. I've just got something going on from that just, uh, about Richard... Are you Ardy, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit of like a renaissance man. He does a lot of comedy writing. Been a lot, done a lot of acting as well. And he's directed, I think, two films now. Uh, one called Submarine, which people rave about. And one called The Double with Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, but for me, they're not that... I, I'm not a massive fan of them. They feel like a tribute act. It's almost like rip, with Submarine, is ripping off Wes, Wes Anderson. Is that, I hope that's his name. I might, <laughs> might have just <laughs> crucified that. Uh, and uh, with The Double... It feels like, uh, oh, God, there was another film came out that year about two. Oh, uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal film. What, what, what was that now that we watched? Oh, is it Enemy? Enemy, that's, that's it. 
the double feels just like enemy. So it's like it's almost like ripping off other things when he does it. But yeah. he does a good job though. They're okay films and everything. But I find it interesting how he can like act, write, and direct as Wait, well. Uh, kind of he thing. also presents. He's been a program yeah. on Channel yeah, Four. Well, he's been. <laughs> I don't just mean this. There was one where he was like no, travel, tra- travel man, travel man, yeah, travel man. Yeah. He did a show actually with Adam Buxton on one one of the shows. He takes someone else and they go traveling. Well, yeah, so like that's kind of like a like a Crystal Maze prequel. Well, if you think about his skill, because he's obviously a stage, he's a stage comedian. No, as well. he's obviously dead good. Like, have you seen? Have you seen Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? I can't no. recommend that show enough. He's in. Oh, I know you've mentioned it a few times. It's yeah. one of like what's my it, um, my what's twi- it like? What it's like uh, like a Mighty Boosh type thing. No, well, it's kind of like it's set as if it's a really badly run eighties. What you're watching is what's supposed to be the old tapes of an eighties horror hospital drama but it's like a comedy because it's all shot really badly all the camera angles are wrong the the effects are terrible but it's it's like all the acting's bad as well so it's this thing how they present it to you and it's hilarious it's it's genuinely ama- an amazing television show my uh, twitter bio at the moment is i'm joe uh, podcast host music producer Dreamweaver. yeah that's <laughs> I, I, only yesterday i actually seen this i was like what? <laughs> yeah. that's that's um from the intro for that garth Rangi's dark place yeah guy please garth Rangi's in the office the uk one as well got a little cameo in that yeah he's the yeah. guy who's mates with gareth is that right the tech guy yeah they have like little snipes at tim and stuff like. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good yeah so yeah i i think i think you should like have a have a look at garth Rangi's dark place the show um so yeah, yeah I'll definitely check that out. Going back to Crystal Maze, Crystal Maze or Fort Boyard? What, which is better? Or yeah. what, sorry? Uh, which would you prefer? I never used to watch Fort Boyard, so it'd have to be oh, Crystal Maze for me. Sorry, what's that called? Fort Boyard. It was like... It, Fort Boyard? Yeah, it was like a place messenger. in the middle of the sea, wasn't it? And you yeah, used to have yeah. to do challenges and stuff, but I never watched sorry, it. Sorry, it's, it's pretty no, much the same show, but, but it's outdoor. Like it's outdoor prison. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's, like <laughs> it's literally in the middle of nowhere. I missed that one. Never heard of it. I'm, sur- that's, I'm that's surprised you've not heard that one. So, was it a no. Channel Five one back in the day? Yeah, was it? Wouldn't it have been Channel Four? And then, like, if it, if it had still been running Channel Five, would it just? I don't. Know, I, I yeah. seem to remember it. <laughs> being channel it's five. one of those shows. Yeah. yeah. If it was Channel Five, that'd be why. Because I've literally never a day in my life I've ever watched Channel Five. So that'd be why I've, I've never heard of it. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's always on Challenge nowadays. Ah, uh, well, okay. Yeah, John's one never watched them because Channel Five in his day was that crackly program <laughs> that used to be on. He's like, yeah, I can't watch that. Yeah, but has anyone ever watched Channel Five? As it doesn't, know. As it um, gone, you know, yeah. there's a great show on Channel Five tonight. Never, exactly. I've never no, no, it. no. You know, the only one I've ever watched on Channel Five. It's this like Irish man that's like tries to catch benefit thieves. <laughs> I literally watched, <laughs> but he pretends <laughs> to be on benefits, and he's like he's doing proper interviews with him. Going, is this a recommend, Jono? Is he shite? It's not. It's so bad. It's like why would these people who were on benefits and like scrap like he's he's literally talks to the people that are trying to rob benefits, not just general on benefits. Like these people that do anything to get the most money at the benefits. And he's literally the most well-spoken Irish person. Dresses, he, he tries to dress like them. So he wears like, you know when someone tries too hard and goes and buys a tracksuit and pretends he's one of them. And he's just not. And he's asking impertinent questions like, oh, how are you robbing them? Like, how are you robbing your disability money? Like, how are you doing it? And stuff. And it's like, why would anyone ask these other people how, how they're doing it? Because <laughs> these people who are getting asked the questions are so stupid. Fucking telling him, and then he like he exposes himself at the end and goes, I- "I'm actually an undercover detective and stuff," and he fucking run off. I'd, I'd, so, just saying, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't care about Channel Five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was I was gonna say Channel Five has police interceptors. Generally, I agree, Channel Five shit. But police interceptors, that's good. 
Uh, can't pay well, take it away. That's that's not a bad little show to watch of a morning. But it can be on another. Yeah. It's on five star, so. Yeah, we'll yeah. Um, I did watch, I'm not, I don't like to admit this, but I have watched a bit of Big Brother. Not this current season. But is that on Channel 5? Yeah, it's on Channel 5. Isn't yeah, it Big Brother like no, on yeah. series? Oh, like, is, has, it, has it lost that much? Um, of it's, of it lost a lot of ratings. Channel 4 got rid of it, got picked up by Channel 5. And now it's on like I season feel, 19. I, I feel like Channel 5 is like a TV show's graveyard, isn't it? <laughs> like, like shows that have died, they just go to Channel oh, 5. But they don't They don't even die. What they do is they literally die for ages on Channel 4 and they like go and resurrect them. It's like Frankenstein. I don't like think they Jennifer. do resurrect them. I think they, they just die and, <laughs> yeah. and that's where they go. I mean, I, I could be totally wrong on this because the viewing figures could be massive, but like when I was a bit younger, I'd watch like Neighbours and Home and Away all the time. They went to Channel 5? Well, it moved to Channel 5 and I was like, yeah, never watching that again. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bit of Neighbours in, in my time. Not too much. But it was on B- Channel 5? On BBC, no, it was no, BBC no. Neighbours, wasn't it? Yeah. Back on BBC, it. Like, I remember being at college and I'd be like, oh, I might just watch a bit of Neighbours. Yeah, yeah I watched a bit of Neighbours, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember as a kid, like, you'd... Uh, You'd switch to Channel Five because, like, you got up that early for some reason as a kid, and um, and you stick and, and they'd have this bloody milkshake show or something on oh, it. Hey, some, yeah, do you know what's idiot, funny? There's somebody idiot just um, well that mi- that milkshake's crap. an app now on like you on the tellies. But but my daughter actually has to watch like she watches it because <laughs> of that program. Like, uh, yeah. but to be fair, she's too young to realise when she re- when she's about one, she'll realise that it's <coughs> Channel Five. I'll have to turn that off. Well. That's maybe enough about Tom Five. <laughs> <laughs> right. Watch him sponsor us now, fucking hell. We're, we've covered it this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah sponsored by Nike, Channel 5 and Super Noodles. That's great. Yeah. I don't think Channel 5 want to sponsor us yeah. after that. <laughs> hey, they can sponsor hey. me. I, I, I stuck up for a couple of shows. No, well, Channel yeah. 5's a graveyard, so to be honest, any publicity to them is good publicity. If they want me to watch it, sponsor us, I'll watch it after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think they're going to be knocking on our door. They're a terrestrial TV channel, and we're on our episode 14. <laughs> all, all the advertising money, you know, they're... they're, they're yeah, but, yeah, yeah but we've got over 100 listens on the net. <laughs> so like, that, that, that's, that's probably more than they get on, on, on any episode. No one wants Compared to that's what channel from. <laughs> just saying, just saying. I reckon we've got more listens on our biggest episode than they've got That'd on their Big Brother episode. viewers versus our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we've got over a hundred guys. I get, do you know what? Like, there's a line between like parody and like you know being realistic. I, I think you've all lost the plot. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the delusion in this room. <laughs> right, let's let's move off Channel Five. Why, what else have we done this week? I've got one thing. If anybody else want to jump no, in for the store, I, I just wanted to mention we've been playing uh, um, the game Killing again. Floor. Killing Floor. Killing Floor. Yeah. Again, um, like like proper Wednesday night get, again. Proper been getting into playing Killing Floor lately. Like it's such a good game. Yeah, I love it's it. So much fun. Like, I mean, I I love horde style shooters anyway. So that's why I just you know could play yeah. all day kind of thing. Uh, I, I've played it a few. I, I played it with uh, Luke and Josh as well. Yeah. Like I I am I'm, I'm honestly I I play it on my own. I love that game. It's so good. Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, we've still not tried the other game modes yet. We play we play survival <laughs> loads, but oh, we finally killed one of the bosses this week. Oh, the first time I've actually like because I started after you. Yeah, first time I've actually killed any boss. Yeah, when you get past ten waves, you face like this giant boss, and me, Nick, and Luke and Coops was there. We just failed every time the other week. Finally killed uh, Hans Volta, Doctor Hans Volta, this week. That was good. But yeah, definitely recommend it for you guys. Check it out. I think you'll love Killing Floor. <laughs> you guys is in the other three on the podcast. Said you guys is in like you guys are listeners. No, no, listeners don't don't trip. <laughs> Just you guys. <laughs> no, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot more 
Battlegrounds, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I've mentioned it before. You did mention that. So to give it a bit more background, it's a game that's in pre-alpha stage, so it's not even a anywhere near release, and it's already sold 4 million copies. He's had a headline sort of position on, I think it was Microsoft E3 conference. Like, fascinating rise for a game. So just what, what game's this, sorry? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So this is the game I, no, where... I, this, the, oh, the, Nick it, was away for the E3 when you no, mentioned it. On oh, E3. yes. I, yeah. I've, I've looked into this myself. I've seen it. It, it was a modder, wasn't it? He, and it's essentially... He's essentially made this mod, but as a full game, hasn't it's he? It's kind of like you had Daisy and you had um, more, the, the Armour 2 mods, stuff yeah. like that. This is like a fully-fledged game similar to that. I feel, I feel like he's basically just made the mod, though, into a game, hasn't he? Yeah, that's. I think that's the way the way it's gone, but... The the way it is is it's one of the appeals of the game is that it's a bit janky, like it's there's so there's bits that happen and you're like what is going on here? So it's like it's not a perfect game and that's why everyone loves it because it's got it's not so wait, it's not a polished game jan- it like janky like Goat Simulator or can can you <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit can is you, that word of the day? Can you janky. janky? Can you actually play the game now in pre-alpha? Yeah, yeah. So it's like oh, is it's, it, so it's available. It's, no, yeah, it's available, but it's in pre-alpha, so people buy it. Oh, okay. But, you're getting the earliest access to it, and people just love it the way it is. Like they've they've gone. Tom, I've got an issue with pre-alpha. Go on. Pre, well, it's alpha, isn't it? You can't get half pre-alpha. Yeah, thing. alpha is the <laughs> kind alpha of like the very, yeah. the very, yeah. <laughs> and then it goes to beta. Yeah. Pre-alpha is it? Like you can't. I, I have the pre, same thing. Pre-alpha. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with a warning. You can't pre-warn someone. A warning is. Warning someone, you have pre warn. I'm gonna warn you that I'll pre warn you yeah. in a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I saw some more stats on it, and like if you sold 4 million copies of a game, you top the Steam charts for weeks and weeks. On Twitch, I can't remember the percentage, but it was a massive percentage of people are, are playing or have played Battlegrounds like on the stream. So, like most people are doing it. There's, there's a lot of streamers who normally play like World of Warcraft or um, what's that? Card one called the card game Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Oh yeah, Hearthstone. That a lot of people you like play that, but then you you wouldn't expect them to, but they then go and play Battlegrounds as like their second game, as the second one they stream. So it's this so it's such a popular game. Is Hearthstone the Blizzard game? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like I imagine going from that like so many people have played Overwatch, who've switched up and vice versa. Yeah, there's so much cross cross promotion within those games. You know, like uh, I think Overwatch came with like a leaflet for. For Hearthstone and stuff, you know, like three cards or whatever, like it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny, interesting how, like, you know, we can cross over from one game to another. Yeah, like, like you were mentioning, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like, so yeah. I just totally cut you off. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've watched a bit more of that because it, it's an interesting game to watch. It's, it's a fun game because so, so you, you've been watching people play it. Yeah, you you watch like you can watch. You're not playing it yourself. I my computer's not. Have good you, enough. Oh, have, right, okay. Like, I don't know if you, anyone's ever done that apart from Joe. I know you do now, um, but I, I I've, I've spent many hours watching people play games. I, I don't know why, but I actually enjoy it. I I have my the ones I will watch. I I just won't watch. I won't watch just anybody. No, no, like, no. That's what I mean. I've got. A, I, I I won't just type in oh, people playing World of Warcraft. I would never do that. <laughs> but um, like like I have certain channels. I'm just like I'm, I want to see him play it because I, I like his personality kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's that's what I do. Like the the likes of Giant Bomb, obviously. Like that's that's I've made it well known on him. A premium member, so they've been putting like two hour streams up of playing Battlegrounds, and it's just great. So they all just communicate and go through the game. Um, 
the likes of Sips from Yogscast. See, I'm a big fan of Sips. I'm a massive fan as well. So, yeah, yeah we will we'll make a Sips a Sips cast one day. Sips cast. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to watch Rooster Teeth. Um, they were well, not Rooster Teeth, but Achievement Hunter, who were part of Rooster Teeth. It was like a one of the combinations of it. But I don't know. I just kind of dropped off that in recent uh, times. No, to be fair, I, I've like not watched it in a very long time. But yeah, like like back like couple of years, not, not even gone that that many years ago, but like just a few years ago, I I I would go home and I would stick YouTube on and I, and I'd be watching people all night just what playing game and I, and. I, I didn't even have any desire to play the game myself. I, I just wanted to watch other people play it. It's, that was it's, it. it's mad because like there are games that like I would like to play, but then I think I'll ju- I'll just watch the stream. And I think I enjoy the stream more than I would me actually playing the game because it feels like you're sat there with someone whilst they're playing the game. Exactly. And it's it they make it into a comedy whilst they're just playing the game. Well, that's so, it. Like um, I, I've Nick, I, Nick, like Nick. certain games like because obviously Minecraft was a big few years ago. Yeah. So I, I I was watching a few of them back in the day. And um, and I'd, tr- I'd go on it myself, and I'd, I'd try these mods that these are all playing. I'm like, oh, let's give it a go. And I'd be on it for five minutes. I'm like, this is crap. <laughs> so I, but then I'd go back and watch them. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'd say it's a very niche thing. Like, like if we if you canvass the five people in this room, is it just probably me and you, Nick, who are watching stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I was interested in was the buzzword names for things like rooster teeth. Gone, can you think of two things I'm a, I'm a bit lost no 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 like, <laughs> to, to, to explain rooster teeth like what is a rooster cock like what is teeth it's bite so it's cock bite but it's like rooster teeth so they've made cock bite into a logo basically what is like, cock bite <laughs> <laughs> is this one of you your like sexual words no, no. It, 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 got cock bite a, today Sorry. it's a YouTube channel that's their name anyway though yeah cock yeah. bite Oh, yeah. No, Rooster Teeth. <laughs> but no, I've I've not watched them in quite a while, Nick. I don't think you have either. I, I like it's like about a month ago or something. I like I, I went on YouTube. I was like, oh, let's see what they're doing. Let's yeah. see what they're doing. And yeah, I, I I couldn't get back into it like I used to be. But no, same. Well, just to, just to go back to Battlegrounds and finish that one off. Um, they they've released more patches recently to sort of fix a few issues with the game. But one of them was to um, vehicles will spawn like in the actual map. So to just explain what this game is, like you'll get a hundred people, you fly over an island, everyone drops onto the island with nothing, and you have to go rummage for like a gun or something, and be the last person alive, basically. Basically, so, battle royale. It, yeah, it's battle royale. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, battle royale basically. Um, so you, they drop you down, but there are vehicles as well, which you obviously need fuel for mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the vehicles up till now, if the vehicle was pointing east there was a chance that it had been spawned in because the vehicles only ever spawned in facing east, which is quite a funny little like note because you could start playing mind games going, oh, I'll just park this east, and they'll think, oh, yeah. this is not this is not a house. Someone had a video up where they parked their vehicle east, hid behind it, and waited for someone to just run up and run in the car. Thinking they'd get like, yeah. Yeah, so what they did was when the person got in the car to drive it off, they jumped in the back seat and shot them in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's like because they didn't expect that. So it's like but, game mechanics come into like the psychology of the game. Yeah, yeah, like, well, that, they, that, that is good. They ended up changing it so that a vehicle can spawn at any sort of direction, and obviously that just like nobody knows now. They'll go to a vehicle and go, "God, is this a new one that no one's been in, or is there somebody literally is it parked up and they're watching me?" <laughs> so yeah. it's 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 a really good game. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to it check it out. Is it only available on the? Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. is it only available on PC? It's or? currently PC. Um, they announced at E3 they'll be coming to consoles. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. So I, I cannot wait for that day because yeah. we will be, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be jumping on the bandwagon very late, but we'll, we'll be putting some videos up of that. We'll, yeah. we'll have a laugh with that. Yeah. Yeah, team, but we can do teaming. So. I, I'm up for this. Is it PS4? They say? Uh, they, well, they announced it on the Xbox stage. I'd be surprised if they didn't bring it out on the Sony one, but it might be it might be an Xbox One X exclusive Time launch. exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So it could be one of them. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that's all I had to say about that. I, I, like, I like the look of that. I am interested about the whole, like, watching people play games because I just don't get it at all. Like, I've never... Yeah. I could barely find time to play games, never mind like watch other people playing games. You know, do you know what I mean? The, well, that was, that was what it was with me. Like, I, I, I didn't feel like I, I could put that amount of time into playing a game. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll watch someone else do it. Um, and 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 not only that, like like we mentioned, Sips before, like he's he's got like such a funny. Um, character, yeah, like, he's the he, best. Yeah. He's so funny, like to just listen to him. Like I could, watch, like, honestly, you play some crap games, but I was sat there watching him play. Like, <laughs> every, like he it, it put like fifty episodes of this game up, and I'd sit there and watch it just for his character. And just on a tangent from that, do you remember the guy who was? I think you know the name of him. The guy who was on South Park that one time, and he appeared in the corner of the screen, like oh, um, streaming throughout the whole PewDiePie. episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they made a whole episode out yeah. of that on South Park. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a mad question because like I I kind of look at it and go, why do I enjoy this? Because it's mad. I should just buy the game and play it. But it it really isn't the same. Yeah, like, I Skyrim is one of my favorite games. Sips, like we he, just mentioned, he, did a, he did a full like run through of, Sky, of Skyrim, just doing random stuff because that's the type of game that is. We can do whatever you want, and but, it was amazing. Like, but the thing is, though, like 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 you're watching him, and he doesn't play the game like you like other people might play the game. Like he, he'd spend an entire episode just trying to like do the most mundane thing, <laughs> and it's entertaining. It really is. I don't know why though. Like I said, it's yeah. very niche. So it, it's you know like I'm not everyone's gonna like it, but me and Nick are a fan. Yep. Oh, fans, not a fan. We're not the same. <laughs> I'd definitely check it out. I've just literally never, never, you know, watched people playing games kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's probably a big reason why YouTube got so big. Like, mm. in, like it's it's especially yeah. a reason for Twitch. Twitch is like basically just games. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. I out. mean, I've 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 got a friend who actually uh, he's like quite. A quite popular uh, Twitch user at the moment. Yeah, apparently, like in order to get like like um, I don't you put like a VIP status kind of thing on Twitch, you basically have to play for like thirty days straight, like just constantly, and then you kind of get a message going right, trying to be a VIP. I've noticed you're doing well here, and he's that now. He's a he's 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 a big Twitch player. Cool. cool. All right. Cool. When I get a drink, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll. Uh, pause. We'll, I've we'll only got one more here. thing to do, but we'll pause here and then we will be back after this short break. We're back after that musical interlude, John. I'm looking at you, mate. You uh, had something to talk about. Oh yeah, I've got one more thing. Nobody else got anything more, no. Oh nope. Uh, chicken. In anticipation of watching the latest Michael Bay masterpiece, Transformers, Transformers <laughs> The Last Night, tomorrow night. What the fuck are you on about? Uh, I rewatched Transformers Age of Extinction, part four. Oh my god. Is this the first one with. Marky Mark Wahlberg? Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. It is. And 
These films get a lot of flack. People hate them, but... The shit. I actually enjoyed this more than I thought I would on a rewatch. Oh, no, I'm not. I am. I'm not having this. Do you know what? This shows your oh, contrarian. Contrarian. Not because, at all. Not at all. This is the worst Transformers of a show that gets worse and worse every. Film. Woo woo! I, here always, comes the fun police. Woo <laughs> <laughs> woo! I've always disagreed with that. Uh, I think two is the worst one by a mile. I mean, really? To the point where, like, even like. Michael Bay himself said, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about part two. Part one to me is a kind of credible film and then it I, just, I like part just one. bombs completely from there. Did I he apologise for part three? No, but see, I don't, no, I don't mind part okay. three. I think well. he just needs to apologise for the rest of his life for films he's made. Yeah, but I mean, for me, two, two is the, low, the lowest ebb. Uh, I think three is worse. This is John Taylor, the character coming out here. Not at all. Check my letterbox no, account. I think he actually, I think he's been genuine. When I in first, work, how much he's been on about the new one coming out, he's actually excited to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's I, so bad, that. I cannot wait to watch the new one now. So what, what about your letterbox account? If you go back and check my original watching of Age of Extinction, I gave it 2.5 out of 5. Yeah. You know, not 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 terrible. Uh, on this yeah. watch, it's average, 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, on this Middle watch, what, has it gone up? Well, on this watch, I, I, I actually enjoyed some of it. Uh, I think the, the part from where Optimus comes into it at the very start... To where they're on the run from the barn, and TJ Miller gets blown up in a fireball. That's good. Yeah, I think that whole stretch is good. But this is the thing: like when you watch it, you think, "Oh, that was a good ten minutes." You look back, and it's like fifty-five minutes of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just ask John, like, how 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 would we find your letterbox account? On Letterboxd. Like, but like, 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 what do I do to ta- find funny. your particular search profile? for Taylor nineteen eighty? Is that your thing? Yep. I think that whole section from near the start of the film to when Optimus is on the run and TJ Miller gets blown up in, in Lockdown's grenade. I mean, that, that's quite horrifying when he gets blown up into a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I enjoyed the whole section. I thought that was good. Sure, after that, it's like, what the fuck's happening now? Like, for, for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the best bit of the film. Yeah. Right. And uh, being like, you know, I'm from the, I'm a kid in the 80s. Like, I watched Transformers when I was a kid. The Dinobots were a big thing for me and they turn up at the end of this film. It's not great, but I'm like, oh, it's the Dinobots. Quite Is like it more of a nostalgia thing? Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. No. I don't give a shit about the Dinobots, and I don't know if, whether it's because I didn't know any of that when I was a kid. I see, the Dinobots are the cool for me, the coolest the of the Transformers. Like They were the ones you collected. Yeah, like Transformers who, who arrived here billions of years ago and took on the former dinosaurs and got trapped in the Ice Age. They were definitely better. You know, it's just a cool idea, I think, and they get found in modern day. And they, do, they do all that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all that. Uh, yeah, three out of five. Quite enjoyed it. How come it went up since the first year? I enjoyed it more this time. I, I, that, oh, that film's a two-star, surely. And there's one thing as well, like these Michael Bay films. Sure, people say the shit and stuff, and a lot of them don't make sense. I'll, I'll hold my no. hands up. But you can find things to like in it. And there's one thing no one can deny. The effects are cutting edge in these films. Like the, For me, oh. these look better yeah, effects-wise than anything I, else. Oh, do you know what? Like, Do you know what's funny, though? That's not, That has no input from Michael Bay. That's the, no, the sure whole team. Yeah, that's you know the what? team that creates the majority of the CGI. But I, I might be directing that, surely. Yeah, he'll still actually direct the actual live action footage of it, like, and obviously he'll direct the animation. And stuff you as you well, must, like. he must have, you know, what he's, what he's doing. Yeah, but that's I'd, surely that's not his fault. Can I, can I just ask? Is Transformers Four the one with that pink motorbike? 
pink motorbike. Was that Transformers Three? I think that's number two, maybe. Number two, really? I can't think now. R C was a female pink Transformers for part two. Right, okay. I I feel like I can't remember whether it was three or four, but one of them, the graphics in the sort of special effects in some of those scenes were not like. It was like it was too computerized. Like it was so obviously well, special I mean, effects. It is. It is totally CGI, and that is the thing. It it is almost too CGI, but. I mean, the trailers for this new one, I think... Sure, I'm sure the film would be garbage, but the effects look amazing on it. Like That's well, one thing no one can de- deny, I think. like it, Technically, it looks amazing. Like, it's playing into I, the 4K I'm, market. I'm, I'm, I mostly mm. agree with that. Um, yeah. If you remember with when The Aviator came out, the whole film shot on a green screen, and like people were like, oh, don't know if well, that's the right thing to do with The that. Star Wars prequels, like 50% of that was like green screen, you know. Right, okay. yeah, and that's why people hate the, the prequels and stuff. Right. Yeah, one, one of the things, part two... The Transformers Two being the worst one. Uh, they had a couple of characters that called Mudflap and Skids, which were like yeah, yeah. racial stereotypes, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. oh god, there's, um, <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. There's the Jet, which, which is the old grandfather sort. That was of in part. That was in part two. Yeah, part two. I like that one. That, that was, was okay. This, have you seen the one with the cigar? <laughs> Yeah, that's in part four. Yeah, part four, yeah. and John Goodman plays him, so I kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like in, in general, they get it spot on. Yeah, in general. There's a few that, little bits where I've spotted it going, this is too computerised. Yeah, I mean, you'll always have... But I think for the whole, especially the, the, the trailer for the new one, it, I think it looks astounding, the actual effects. Yeah. no, The, I, the I, plot, not so much. But. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a terrible film with great special <laughs> effects. Yeah. The special effects are needed to make it even half decent. <laughs> I'd say if you didn't have the special effects, obviously it's not just going to be like a man with boxes on him. But well, I was thinking this. Like, how... That would be amazing. Well, that's, that's the thing. How do you think Michael Bay even films stuff when it's like Bumblebee fighting Megatron? I have no idea. Like, he just films a landscape. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll animate them in later. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing yeah. else here. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Does he no. actually just literally film like an empty He's screen? He's probably like... got loads of reels at home sure. of just like different scenery. Sure, well, should, should there be like green screen things there though? Well, I think a lot of it is actual physical shooting. I'd, I don't prefer, think it, I'd prefer that yeah. than the green. Yeah, I mean, John will mention there. You know what I mean was, wouldn't you have like, like, like he says, like boxes, like in green, just there or something? I, I think you only need green screen if you've got live actors on stage. Mm. If it's two robots fighting, it's just in the computer kind mm. of thing. You fill the film the background for it, mm. copy and paste it in kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> like a cheeky Photoshop. Well, the reason I think that is John will mention there about it must have like reels and reels of film at home. In Transformers Three, there's a film on a, a sorry a section on a highway. Where there's a big chase going on, they transform mid chase, yeah. and the footage for that, Bay didn't even shoot footage for it. He took footage from his own his old film, The Island, and just copied and literally plastered Whoa. transformers on it. There's a big that, cha- there's a big chase scene in the island. He used that footage and just plastered transformers on the top of the chase. Like I quite like that. Yeah, I quite it's <laughs> resourceful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> he's like, recycling's like... dead these days. Bro. Yeah, so like, it's literally a case of that. Like he'll have just footage that he's filmed, and it's like, yep, copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all day to day just thought, oh yeah, copy and paste. Well, yeah, yeah. So no need to do the job twice if you've already done it for oh, yeah. the first time. Cool. Oh. But yeah, Age of Extinction, three out of five. Fantastic. Fantastic. I, I, just before we move off of Transformers, I'd say that the sound effects are almost as good as the special effects. Sound, the sound effects of the Transformers, like the, I'm not going to do it here, but like, oh, yeah. it, it is great. I know what you mean. And just going off that, just one last thing. One thing I did notice in Age of Extinction, they go out of the way to avoid showing you the Transformers transforming. That must be the biggest part of the budget or something. <laughs> You'll hear the effect of something going, <laughs> and then the camera will just pan over and it's like, oh, there's a car. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They go out of the way to not show it kind of thing. So it's, it's, all, like, it's all the noise, it's like, like all that like yeah. <laughs> and what I'll do I'm going to make that noise I'm going to put a little effect on it 
and it'll sound like a Transformer. And it's a bit of a Hans Zimmer thing, like we've mentioned Hans Zimmer, Jono. Oh, yeah. It's become like a very popular thing nowadays, like in a soundtrack, to have just a booming, like... That's amazing. Yeah. As part of a soundtrack. It's, a fa- you know? it's fantastic, though. And, like, the, it really adds The Dark Knight films have got that yeah, all yeah, over yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like. Inception. Yeah, Inception, like... Inception's got a great soundtrack as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. Because, yeah. on, Hans Zimmer is the best special effects musician. Like, he can bring... There's a few up, out there. But He's Nate, touring at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Like, and the tickets we've looked at are ridiculous prices, yeah, but yet yeah, we, we still kind of considered it. Yeah, I looked at the Birmingham concert, ninety pound. Imagine, the, <laughs> imagine the spectacle it would be his show because you assume that he's got to have some visual effects on stage, mm. as it, and he's got a big live orchestra, and then obviously he does his his, his thing. Did Hans Zimmer do War of the World? I don't know. I, I imagine it was John Williams being Spielberg, but I, I don't know. We could he, he does like ninety five percent of his films, John Williams. So. Yeah. Are we done? Are we done with that? Yeah. Done. Yeah. Should we move on to our feature film? Or have we got I, any... I feel like there's one more game that you. Oh been playing yeah. This that. week. Forgot to mention. I spent a lot of time this week playing Stardew Valley. That's <laughs> you. Not <laughs> the way you. D E um, W. Yeah. So played a lot more of that. Uh, grew, grew a lot more vegetables. I'm towards the end of summer now. Been been growing corn all year, all all month. Um, yeah, because you only have four months. So you have like a month is a season basically. So I'm in this, the season of summer, and yeah, grown a lot of blueberries this this summer. Made a lot of money. Um, made a lot. Of fantastic. Money. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I I still want to play this game. Oh, it's I, amazing. I, I am I am proper into the idea of playing it. I've I'm still not gone around to it. Yet. I've not decided if I want to who I want to marry on the game yet. Because that's, that's one of the things. <laughs> I can't believe that's one of the little decisions. No, it is. Like, like, I've got either for a male or a female. Uh, female, female. Okay. Um, I've got. I've narrowed it down to either Haley, the blonde bimbo, <laughs> who doesn't like you really. Uh, <laughs> well, not her then. Penny, who looks after like she's like a teacher type, and then Leah, who is the sort of arty, distant, strange person. But I might just go for the bimbo in the end. No, that one sounds like you, though, Joe. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah the arty distant like sort of like depressed one yeah yeah. no no I'll, I'll probably end up with her but I'll, I'll at least try it on with the bimbo first uh, <laughs> but you know I've, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my, my week playing a bit of Stardew Valley uh, what so platforms are on sorry this is on P- well it was originally PC it was a PC indie game okay. but it was such a huge game that it got a PS4 release as well and okay. it's probably on Xbox but I wouldn't be able to tell you um, yeah, I think I'm it's got. See it on I, it's got to come out on Switch because it's on the Vita. Like, why would you not release that on the Switch? Maybe eventually they, they are porting a lot of stuff over at the moment. Mm. So, oh, I've, I've some stuff about the Switch. Um, you know, they're bringing out the virtual console, like the yeah. building that more, and you, they're bringing out the mini SNES. Which oh is yeah, like mini, yeah, it's out soon. Yeah, there've been a lot of cease and desists going out on ROM websites where the SNES ROMs are hosted, and we, I'm like. So, I don't know what the legal boundaries are for whether you own, you can own the ROM if you own the game, but because I'm I've never had a snares or anything like that. But I'm sure that's what it is. If you own the, the game, you can own the ROM. Basically. Is that legally where, where you stand? Uh, that's what I've always heard. Like, yeah. right? Let's yeah, allegedly. Yeah, you've ROMs. got the ROM yeah. from a different source, like not the proper legal source. No, but you own you own the physical copy of the game, so it's kind of like. I know, but this, okay, this so is like buying something, then going to another shop and going, well, I've got a, one of those. Can I just have one of yours and taking it? Can you do that? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's legitimate. If anyone, any of us own a DVD, can you go on Pirate Bay and download a copy from there then? 
Yeah. Which, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> this, this, this is it, though. Like, ROMs are quite widely available on the internet on mm-hmm. certain websites, and there have been a lot of cease and desists going out, and it's like Nintendo's finally like, right, we're going to protect this content now because we, we are going to start selling this again. Like, you, John, you've got the Nintendo Switch. The virtual console is going to get bigger on that, and it, they, they're going to try and protect their assets. They need to protect that. Yeah. So that means it's getting taken away from... Didn't- from didn't, the didn't ROM they, websites. Didn't they do a NES, like a mini NES recently? Yeah, they, I believe so. They limited like, the sort have, of have, have they done the same with that as well? It's basically the same thing, but it's just going like, to be a mini SNES, but they didn't make enough of them. And they've just oh, no, that, I think that was done on purpose. I don't think it was done on purpose because it's like printing money, isn't it? Oh, it's no, just, no, no. But I, I think Nintendo, even with the games, I think are good at this. They did it with Switch. They literally made a limited number they of hold things. hold it. Knowing it'd sell out, knowing that's good PR then, that, God, we can't even make this fast enough, can kind of You'd thing, rather right? have it sold out in a smaller quantity than making too many. But we're saying smaller quantity, it's still pretty, you know, it's still a pretty oh, yeah, big we, quantity, we know, they know where the cut point is that it, they'll sell the entire batch out and it's I, still a good PR for them. Kind I of don't thing. subscribe to that theory that they'd like, force themselves to sell I'm out. I'm not saying they force I, no, 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 I'm like, like, what I'm saying is like, the... I'm not, I don't subscribe to that theory that they would force themselves to run out so they'd be good PR. Well, the Japanese... Because they, they, so they're, making, they're, make, they're, they're missing money out there. Well, I think it's almost like they keep the appetite out yeah. there. I like, the, that, I, like, I like the theory, but I'm not subscribing to it myself. And with the Japanese sort of designers and whatever, they're minimum waste. It's min- they, they literally make enough for the demand. If there's a bit more, then they'll make that much more, but they'll they're wait, not- they're waiting... They're see. not making enough for the demand because they, they sold out of the Switch. No, but you can say you're interested, but there's no... How, how do you read demand before a release of anything? Pre-orders. The, like, the pre-orders ran out. Pre- yeah, there but... Was pre- no, there were no consoles to really buy on day one. Like, they all got snapped up straight away. I, I know you can't gauge how a console can sell, but they do that on the pre-orders. They gauge what the pre-order's going to be. That's why they always want people to pre-order. So you you they know where they stand with the the appetite for what they are selling. Yeah, but I mean that's why I think Nintendo do have a thing with it because PS4 and Xbox One sure for the first week they were hard to get hold of maybe like I pre-ordered them when it came out but after that you could go into any shop and buy one kind of thing. Yeah, Switch Nintendo was, Switch was like two months you couldn't get your hands on one yeah. like brand new kind of thing. It's, so it's, I think I think they literally they don't do it to the point where it's detrimental to their own like making money. But they do it to just the right level where they just keep the appetite, that demand out there for it. Like the, you know, it's an interesting theory. Doesn't yeah, that like, keep? Doesn't do, that keep the price up? Do you not think Sony did this with the VR? I feel like like. Well, the, yeah, actually, originally it was really hard to get hold of, but now they're virtually giving them away by the look of it. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, the that, first few months it was really Nick, hard to. Uh, Nick's got a good point though. It's like that the Sony VR stuff when it, VR stuff when it released was was very sought after. It was hard to find them because they'd they'd sold out, but. I don't know if that was more of a supplier thing with Sony. Oh, I think it was couldn't... more of a... Because it was a totally new thing, like the first console VR headset. They just underestimated how many people would want it. Kind I mean, of thing, I think I underestimated how many people yeah. would want it because I, I personally don't really like VR. I know you're a fan, John, but yeah. generally, most people don't have a VR headset. I think they, they must have underestimated it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. The... I think that was less 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 uh, deliberate than the Nintendo theory that you've you've got here. I think it happens with games. That's why the games hold the value for a lot of the time. I'm thinking obviously about it. it helps that the games are amazing as well that they make. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, you know, you're trying to buy like Wii, Wii games now, like Mario Galaxy, they're still like twenty odd pound. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would I would say with Nintendo, they did release the Wii U, which was like it's almost like a mini step between the Wii and the Nintendo Switch. Where yeah. it was this, it was almost like a prototype of the Nintendo Switch if you look at it because yeah. it was it looks 
It's, it's like a handheld thing. But it's that... like a crossover between the 2DS, which is fully flat out. But it's like a te- it was like it was a test. Onto that, yeah. But like, because that didn't sell that well. well that, I feel like they got their fingers burned with that, and they said, we're not going to make the same mistake with the Switch just in case. They definitely got the fingers burned because that was a big thing. It costs so much to make. I mean, no no game no game company makes money on the consoles like because they cost so much to make. But that one in particular, like back when they made it in like what, 2012, 2013, was it the Wii U? Yeah. Making a tablet with a console as well, it must have cost a fortune. You know, to try and sell them at three hundred pound. That's yeah. why they're still quite. Highly, Did they release it three hundred pound? I think it's still about £200 now to buy brand new with the Nintendo. It's oh, still quite It's got to be lower now, I reckon. I don't think it is. Much lower. You can get a DS for... Uh, did, we, did we find them a few months ago for about 120 quid? They were doing them down as low as 100 at Smith's. 3DSs are, are a great little console. Like, yeah. There are games for it. It's not loads. I think you could enough. get the 3DS XL for 120 yeah, I ended yeah. up spending two hundred on a 3DS. It was XL. limited. I like I'm saying, Smith's limited the numbers. They were literally sort of doing... Small. It was to get people in, basically. That that yeah. We'll I'll, we'll talk about another podcast, but I have a story about why I spent two hundred pound on that. Three years, <laughs> but we'll we'll go on to that on another on another show. Yeah. Uh, let's move this swiftly on to our film of the week. Sam, this is your choice. Would you like to introduce the segment? Uh, Please. <laughs> I don't know, cause I mean I've pushed for this film a lot. Since literally day one, yeah, pretty much. But I'm not sure that I've got that much to review. On it, I know, so I'm but... hoping you guys have. Well, I did think in use was at least at least introduce <clears throat> it. Tell everyone what we're looking. Okay, well, this this week's film is I Am Legend, which I like. I said have pushed for a long time, but yeah, this should be an interesting debate. I think. Yeah, it will be. Have we got a synopsis in there? I've not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that oh. would that would have been like fucking top. Do you know what? I, I think I could knock one out off the top of my head. Okay, Are you on about film synopsis? <laughs> yeah. One of them as well. Should we... Uh, just, Go for it. Like, should we just wait for Joe to get one up? Are we talking about film <laughs> synopsis? Um, Robert Neville, played by Will Smith, a brilliant scientist, is a survivor of a man-made plague that transforms humans into bloodthirsty mutants. He wanders alone through New York City, calling out for other possible survivors, and works on finding a cure for the plague using his own immune blood. So, Robert Neville is, like, immune from this, this virus. Yes. Um, Neville knows he is badly outnumbered and the odds are against him, and all the while, the infected wait for him to make a mistake that will deliver Neville into their hands. So he's basically alone in New York, more or less. Uh, there's mutants everywhere. And he's immune to this virus that was created to cause cancer. Uh, cause cancer? No, it was supposed to cure cancer. It was created to cure cancer. There's a conspiracy theory for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the virus took over. And I think I read that 94% of people died, 5% of people were turned into mutants. And 1% was immune. 1% was immune. But they'd be the ones eaten, supposedly. Yeah. No, he, no, like no, 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 that was the story 5%. he said. The five percent would eat the one percent, so they wouldn't eat. Oh they wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, They'd end up being eaten. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought you meant like they become. Like, no, no, no. This is when she said this, this is what all she... God's plan, and he sort of ran. He ran numbers. numbers by her and said literally ninety-four percent would be dead. Yeah, five yeah, percent yeah. would be these. One percent, like me and others, would have survived, but they'd eat us anyway. This basically this film is set in New York with like an overgrown post-apocalyptic setting of like New York. Like a twenty-eight days later type. 
It's, yeah. I would say it's similar. It's in the same same vein. Yeah, I that. was thinking in terms mm-hmm. of like the the it, literally nothing within a city. There's just no one anywhere except deer and mutants and lions. Yeah, lions. The, the, the deer and the lions just randomly appear. Cartoon deer and cartoon lions. They're all they, they about. Are really <laughs> awful CGI. Like, the lions yeah. when they like stroll in. I'm They're like, not oh, the worst CGI awful. of the film. No, though. no. I was gonna say myself. Like I, d- I don't know if like. It was good back in the day, but it wasn't. It was only like, ten years ago. I know, but like, like it, it's awful now. Like, it yeah. was. They are literally cartoon, aren't they? Like, like when you say when those lions first stroll up, you're just like, what the? But they appear from no one. There's yeah. a reason that they're in New York. They're from New York Zoo. Zoo. Like, no, yeah, but why? Yeah. Why? Wait there. This is what I don't get. How have they just suddenly escaped? Would, oh, well, not suddenly. They've been there for three years, haven't they? No, do you get what I mean? If they're in the zoo, yeah, but if they were in cages, if, if, yeah, but if they're not being watched over, they probably would end up finding a way. Like it's survival instinct, isn't well, they, it? They're caged, like in in, in the big uh, zoos, they're fully I, caged. Like, how would you get out? What I will say is, I remember watching a zoo program where the monkeys figured out how to get out the cage, and they had to shut the zoo. You know as well <laughs> as you know as well as I do, they're the most most sort of they're the cleverest animals in the zoo. Monkeys. Lions aren't going to find the way. Yeah. Monkeys that's, can do anything. There's, uh, there's, that's, that's a, that's a discussion for another podcast. Well, you got what you going for, like the likes of dolphins. Dolphins, pigs. Well, pretty cool. I am legend. Show the lions getting out of the zoo. <laughs> Perfect. I, I like it. I'll yep. sub- sign me up. I'll be up for that. I am lying. I Sorry, I'll like just cut you guys off. Then. I feel like I've just thrown a grenade into a room. Here. Like I've just introduced the film. Just, <laughs> just left us with it. <laughs> No, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'd say pigs are the most most uh, intelligent animals. Yeah, but again, I've been to zoos and there's no pigs. I'm guessing the, the dark seekers <laughs> would have tried to get into the zoo to eat the animals, and then there's a call to be. Possibly. But at no point did they eat animals. I've not seen like in the film, or it's never been mentioned that they eat animals. Well, surely the uh, the, 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 the dogs had, the dogs had to be infected somehow, oh. and the, and it's not airborne. The, they they can't be infected. The dog by... what, the dog was immune until until it got bit. Exactly. It was yeah. So that's. But it got bit by another dog. No, yeah, I know. No. But what I'm saying is, the first dog must have um, gotten bit by someone because they can't be infected by the yeah. um, airborne yeah, virus. Bit by so a person must have gone to bite that dog. But it, no, no, it can be spread through blood. There was blood splats everywhere in people's houses. So I'm wondering whether a dog being hungry. I'm thinking someone went to bite a dog. <laughs> I'm on the same view as Nick. <laughs> but again, you're not hungry proof. enough. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> yeah, like you know when Ebola happened, did not happen because a bat bit someone and then it turned and mutated into a human thing. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard I something about that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of similar to that, but with humans have created. Yeah. So yeah, the film. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and just give my review of this film. Yeah. Like when I first watched it, what ten years ago now, I actually quite enjoyed the film. Not gonna lie to you. I mean, I'll leave the ending for another. Yeah, for we'll, another, come, we'll, we'll come, come to the ending. We'll come on to the ending, but like, I, I like, I genuinely enjoyed the film. Like Will Smith for me is like probably one of the best actors out there. I think he's amazing. I, th- I think Will Smith, Will Smith's performance in this film, like it, it was really well received. I enjoyed it. Will Smith is the main point of this film. Yeah, yeah. I've got some sort of points about, like, not just about him in the film, but about how certain things that he brings out of his character to sort of yeah do you know what I mean like go on then the way he almost right specifically video shop loads of mannequins oh yeah he he almost brings out this character where he can 
where he because he, he shows that he's been there for three years where he's gone completely ma- not not to the point where he's raving lunatic but he speaks to these mannequins like the real yeah it's like to, a, a like survival a coping, mode like a coping mechanism, a coping like mechanism. Like, yeah. that for me was probably one of the worst bits of the film yeah. I'm not saying it's bad I, but I, it, I couldn't watch like him talk it, to mannequins I just like, think it feeds to the point like we was trying to say where it it if you were somewhere alone other than the dog for three years or a thousand and one days as it counted to I mean you, you're seeing later on when he actually um, came across these two people like he didn't know how to interact with them at all did he that was like, it like, like like later on like um, like he wakes up on the couch and like this woman and child he in takes the a kitchen and, and, and he's, he takes yeah. a gun out and he's um no, like, he starts fucking. He starts, starts relaying Shrek to the kid. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my favourite part of the film. Right? Really, that's what I didn't Shrek. get. I love that. He bit. basically doesn't know how to interact with no. other people at this point, so he just he just in, like goes to that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I think that's why he seemed to be fat. He, it, it was there was a point in the film where he's like he speaks to them like the man behind the till, like the mannequin, but yeah, he knows they don't tell him anything back. He asks, doesn't he? He says, like, oh, um, who's that girl in aisle three or something? She doesn't tell yeah. him. Uh, and, and then, like, I, I don't know if... I, I can't figure out whether he was just like, oh, it doesn't matter, actually, because he didn't want to talk to her, or he was like... Or he realised and he's actually talking to a mannequin. Yeah, I mean, going on from that, like... I don't know whether it was meant to be funny or not. I gen- Normally, I can I'm, I can tell whether it's meant to be comedy or not, but the bit when he goes back to her and goes... After his dog's died, and it's like, oh, my he's friend. Like, talk to me. Yeah, it's like, my friend, well, my friend, I told my friend I'd say hello to you. Hello. <laughs> I, was, I was just cracking a <laughs> laugh. I was like, it's what? Not that you, can see you can see he's snapped because it's like the final straw because she, he's like, say hello back. And he's just like, starts crying. Yeah. And I've you got know to though. I mean, I know you've got to put yourself in that headspace and stuff, but I was just like, I'm not into this. No, but you <laughs> These mannequins. Like, the- getting back to my review, though, like, I, I do enjoy the film. There's, there's certain bits like like the mannequin bits, which honestly I, I cringe. Makes me cringe so much. Like I can't, I can't like that. But like yeah. I, I I love like do you know when um you're going around New York at the beginning. Like I, I love like there's like there's a a Batman ver, ver, uh, versus Superman yeah. Yeah. logo in the background. I love that. Yeah. yeah. There's like musicals. I was googling some of the musicals while I was um. Yeah, I noticed the Wicked poster was up yeah, there. Yeah, there was a couple of ones like that. Yeah. I was googling them, but um. And I loved all that. Um, CGI was downright awful. Well, um, yeah, CGI, like, we're just to sort of, I'm going to divert from your point there. Um, you mentioned pop culture, you know, with the posters and stuff that was on, like, so the Batman v Superman, which is, it's funny because the logo for that looks very similar to our current Batman v Superman I f- I, I do logo believe today. Though, like, um, John, like, I think you can probably confirm this to me, John. Because we've had the conversation about this. the company actually owned the rights to it yeah. at that time. They were had they had something kind of in the works. Oh, Warner Brothers have tried to make it for like twenty years. That's what I mean. Right. Like, since so, Batman so and Robin, they've been trying to do it this. in the works at that well, point. I, w- I would say like my issue was like how long is it from the virus outbreak? Was it three years? Well, you, you might make it, the same point as I'm going to. Days, but, yeah, three are you going to make the same point about Bob Marley? No, say, but I've got, Bob I've got that. <laughs> I've got Bob Marley as well. My 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 point about Bob Marley was like he meets the uh, the the wife, the yeah. wife, the woman with the child, and you go, oh yeah, is this like Bob Marley or whatever? She's like Damien Marley. Like, oh my no, god, no, it's what? a Ziggy Marley. No, no, no he's, he's a Damien Marley. Right, just Damien Marley, and he's like, no, like 
his father. Baba. He yeah. was like, who? It's like, yeah. three years? Like, three we, years. Have we forgot who Bob Marley is? But not only has she forgotten Bob Marley, she knows who his son is. Yeah. Like, it's like, what? It's, like, it's been three years and Bob Marley's been you know completely what? forgotten since the outbreak. It's like, you'd have been at an age when this outbreak happened where Bob Marley, everybody knows who Bob Marley is. Yeah. And, that, thing is, that, like, who, and no one knows who Damien Marley is. Who actually knows who Damien Marley is? <laughs> the funny it's thing like, was, she's like, I think I know Ziggy Marley more than I know Damien Marley. Set, set, the future, set in the future, like 40, 50 years, I'll go, all right, yeah, maybe you'd know who Damien Marley is, but you don't know who Bob Marley is. Not. I was like, that. that's the part of the film for me where I was like, what, like, that is, you can't even take that in the context of the film because you go, that is, that's out of context completely from what should happen there. You go, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, Bob Marley, yeah. Like, that's what you should do because people know who Bob Marley is. Yeah, if the yeah. outbreak would been, had lasted like 30 years and music hadn't existed, I could understand that she didn't know who the fuck he was. Think about this, it came out, what was it, 10, how many years ago? 2007, so 10 years ago. So 10 years ago. And she was older than we are. Imagine, if that if that was set modern day in 2010, everyone had forgotten about Bob Marley, <laughs> like completely. I mean, I, I get the point they're trying, they're trying to get at, is that, you know, oh God, civilization has been wiped out and like a lot of this art has been forgotten about. But it just doesn't make that point at all. Like, it's like, it makes it sound stupid. Yeah, in three years you forgot about Bob Marley, but you know who his son is. No one knows. Like, you know, that's what I couldn't quite get from the film. Like, just like he's re- reciting that Shrek. Yeah. As if like that's all he's watched, pretty much. It's, that's the only. F- he had a bloody pile of DVDs. He's got a whole library. Not that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, why, why? Why is this the only film he's watched? You know watching? when he goes to like, the video shop. It's what? Shrek is good, so... No, I know, but... <laughs> like, like, he'd recited... Donkey! He knew every word. He's reciting it as if, like, for the past three years, he's watched, like, those yeah, bloody news feeds... He's not... I, I used to be able to recite Shrek, though. It was, like, my favourite film. No, but he's, kid, so he's like, not, oh. though. Because when he went to the video start, he literally took the next the next DVD in a, yeah, little, yeah, in a row. Yeah. So how the fuck is he learning Shrek? Like, I'm, I'm again with Nick on this. Like, the, the point they're trying to make is that, like... There's no art being created, so he's having to watch the same stuff over and over. But it's like, no, there's so many films. They, if they stopped making films possibly. right now, I would never see every film that's already exactly. been made. You know what I mean? Like, you've I got thousands Shrek. and you've not seen them. Yeah, right. I wouldn't watch Shrek over and over again. I'd watch no. all right. the other films. <laughs> Unless, to, be, to, 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 to jump in, like to be fair, if 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 it was on that scenario, I'd probably be watching Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind over, over and over. <laughs> well, you again. wish you could let <laughs> your memory. But let's just let's just imagine we're right, John, right? Let's just imagine we're John with his Blu-rays. Right? This happens in this world. We would not be able to get through all of his in three years. I no, kind of want, I kind of want the world to end just so I can actually work through my Blu-ray collection. <laughs> Give me a reason to actually sit down and watch them all, kind of thing. You probably find something behind the wall of Blu-rays that you forgot about. You're even like we're only concentrating on the film aspect. I've got games myself now that I bought and haven't played yet. Yeah, I've even opened games. I've got a Steam, like a list on Steam just that I've barely played like ten percent mm. of. Like. I don't care what anyone says. Like you can play Football Manager for the rest of oh, your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, like we said, like let's end the world. It's perfect. <laughs> we'll get all those games played. <laughs> end civilization. <laughs> Do you want to know some of the stuff that confused me about him? Yeah, he was. Um, the, the the stuff that confused me was like, you know, every morning he'd get up and eat breakfast or eat dinner. He'd play DVDs of the news. I think that's just like to keep it again. It's another coping mechanism. It's, just it's, sort of like have but it's some pretty, sort of it was literally, to yeah. but it was te- it was the the DVDs he was playing. The news that he was playing was talking about the new cure, and it slowly yeah. progressed as to how it was getting into being like play yeah. more fucking yeah. play news about something much happier than the fucking thing that started it. <laughs> the thing of the cure is though, like you, like 
you could play more happier stuff, but like with the cure, like boys don't cry. Oh, I knew, I knew that was going. <laughs> All right, like no, it, like yeah. <laughs> that you, derailed yourself. You derailed finally, myself. you finally got Robert Smith on the podcast. <laughs> Hashtag save DST. Um, right, back to the film. Yeah, what? Um, what made him immune? What made the one percent immune? It's, it's just, just, just nature, isn't it? It's just. I, you know, I think I think that happened in all. Some people don't, currently are immune like, to. There's, there's always someone who's immune to something. Some like, people have hay fever, others don't. You know, like, there's all, in, in everything. No, but how did he know he was immune? Well, I imagine he didn't been, get it. I imagine he's been. But it no, wasn't airborne. If you want bit. No, it wasn't airborne for humans. It not for dogs. Humans. I just needed to know. Like, yeah. how did he know? Humans can get infected by the airborne virus, which. Begs the question: Is that woman and child immune? They, they must be like because they they weren't related to each other, so like they they must have just found each other and sort of like they knew they were immune. Maybe came, yeah. came across it, but um, like yeah, like back to the film. Um, oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back back to the film. back to the film. We've not been talking about for the last half hour. Um, no, um, like can can I talk about the ending yet? Right, have we got more before the ending? Well, I've got a bit. I want to talk about the start. (laughs) (laughs) I did as well. John, John, let's come to your points, and then after that, we'll we'll go. Uh, Not so much that. After you've covered that, we'll go on to the ending. So we'll look at your points. Yeah, uh, getting super hardcore my notes this week. Aspect ratio two point three five to one. Enjoyed that. That was good. Uh, I know this is extremely. Yeah. Director Francis Lawrence did uh, the Hunger Games sequels. They were okay. I, I'll be honest. I preferred them to this, but <laughs> that's a different podcast. I, it's definitely a different podcast. I won't watch the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's, it's like Battle Royale for is Battle commercial Royale. purposes. I, I, I'm fully on board with Joe yeah. at this point. It might be an interesting discussion, but J Law's yeah. in them. J Law's not in Battle Royale. So. Yeah, I, I feel like you think J Law's best movies are the ones that she didn't want released, John. Uh. Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, on. yeah. You know what I want to say about them. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love the start as well. When it's hunting the day in New York at the very start of the film, I could have watched the whole film of that. That's what I wanted in a film, just watching him hunt a deer, although they are cartoon deers. But, uh, yeah, I, I love that. I could have, yeah. could have gone for more of that, really. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I thought Completely. it was fine. I put on the WhatsApp group. I'm actually enjoying this more than I thought I would. It was that scene, and after that, I was like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> Talking of the cartoon day, like the, the the actual mutants or whatever, they're, they're like vampire zombies, aren't they? They're even yeah. worse. Um, well, the the the, 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 the special the, the CGI for them, just downright. They awful. were like an old PS2 like, zombie game. Yeah, I mean the CGI I, across the board for me is terrible. Yeah, but... I, I couldn't get behind it at all. The dart seekers, I thought the CGI when they open their mouths and they've got this weird long mouth, I'm like, that's yeah. rubbish. <laughs> There's nothing scary. I mean, about I was that. saying before, no. like maybe it would be good, would have been good ten years ago. But I've I've just just now had a flashback to watching it ten years ago and seeing them zombies, thinking, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, I don't think it was ever good. I think it? they tried to make them not too like the typical zombie. And but they're they not supposed to, to be some... supposed to be vampires. No, no, no. Yeah. Like for the time, it, it was fine. No, but that's the thing. Good. It wasn't good. No. Why did they appear as zombies if they were vampires? No, they're not the, zom- the zombie vampires. The yeah, vampire it's thing. like a, that's. I mean, that... going on from that, like another film that came out around about the same time. I think it was the same year. 
is it 28 Days of Night? Have you heard of that? The vampire film? Oh, do you know what I have? I have seen that. And yeah, that's that. CGI vampires and it looks just like this. And yeah, yeah. There's nothing scary about it. Yeah. There's nothing scary about CGI. Like, you, you know what I mean? Don't even try it. Just do no, practical or something. No, I, I, you can get scary out of CGI. I don't know. I don't though, think so. Like, I think you can. I feel like if they had, had real actors doing them, the, the, they the, did. Like the, the the main one is casted. He's an actual. Yeah, they're based on it. Yeah, it is, but it is CGI. It, it, it must have been like motion the, captured. That yeah. I know, but like, it's like, not like if, it's, no. If if that was a real actor with makeup on, that would have probably been a t- ten times scarier. I I agree completely, but there was an actual actor that that is based no, no, on and, the and CGI. I know, but it would have been motion captured, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and I I can't get behind that. It was motion captured to the point where like. I haven't looked it up, but I would assume the mutant looks like the actor. Yeah. He might do, but again, it was so bad, the CGI, you could tell it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're looking at this with a 10 years retrospective. I know at the time it it wasn't the best CGI, but, like, it was still passable CGI. I know what you mean, but, I mean, going off the thing of it not being scary, uh, the director, Francis Lawrence, there's actually, if you Google it, there's an article article on Den of Geek, and it's him back five years later going back about everything that's wrong with the film and what he wish it would have changed. He originally started filming this with actors with makeup on. He got twelve people fully makeup, fully makeuped up, <laughs> and he said like we start. That's how we started filming the film. And he just said watching them run through New York, it looked like a bunch of mime actors, like running yeah. as opposed to a bunch of like vampire zombies. And that's why he chose CGI, but. I almost think like I'd rather see. I think go, what you shot originally it might yeah. look better than this kind of I thing. I feel though. I'd prefer that. Like the bits when they're running about and the, the limbs are flopping about and sh- they're jumping sh- over sh- stuff. It's like, like this is- surely if like you wanted like that kind of over uh, over acted kind of um, <laughs> arm flailing shit that they did. Um, surely they could have like just had like been on like wires and stuff to to make them be able to yeah. jump all this. And like one point going on from that, one bit in the film doesn't scare me, but it's unsettling. And it's when the dog runs into the building and he falls into the dog building. I was going to bring this up. I, I find, like, <clears throat> you're saying it's not scary, but that is such a tense bit for me. Sort of like when he turns that corner and he sees the horde I think that's yeah, in that I mean, room. I'm like, whoa, that is... Can I, can I counter that? The reason that's a good scene, you don't, you, don't see the, you don't see the it's vampires. Will, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Will, Smith, the the Will Smith plays it, the way you can see the beat yeah. of sweat on his head, the way he's literally panicking, you can hear it in his... And he's breathing, can't you? I'm not saying That's the nice. Dark Seekers are the scary part of that. It's the tense situation of being in that building, yeah. knowing that there's like 10 of them in there yeah. and that you could be traced. I feel, I feel like I instantly got like quite tense as soon as the dog went in, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, I was just like, crap. Well, I, I actually die. didn't realise until he panicked and realised he was in there. You know, like, he's like, oh shit, you've gone in. Because like, mm. he'd sent the dog after the day. Well, that's the thing. Inman, do you like this film? Because during that scene, he repeats Sam about 25 times. <laughs> Sam, 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 Is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, I do like the character's name. It's quite good. It's a dog but name. What I was going to point out a bit about the dog, which probably was the best part of the film, the dog. Oh? Yeah, it is. The dog's the... Yeah. Well, do you want to, do you want to make your point? <laughs> oh, go, fine, go. I don't mind. I'll make no point. <laughs> well, no, no, go, no, go no, 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 literally, you've not made your point. Like, <laughs> what's the... What, why was about there the a dog. point if him always calling the dog Sam but when the dog finally when he finally had to kill the dog why was he calling her Samantha what, like when she got injured what? why why did it make out I've got something I was thinking was oh it's a female dog <laughs> when he, what when was the point of Samantha? that it's Sam all the way through the film but the moment she got attacked by the CGI 
mutant. I know. I feel, I feel like like called like, a Samantha. Like, you 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 only call like someone who's like really close family kind of thing like that by the full name. Yeah. No, it was supposed to be like a big like, shock though. I, I feel like I don't. No, think, I don't think it was. Supposed I don't to be think it was shock. supposed to be a massive shock. I feel no. like it's just kind of like this is like my family. If, this if, is, if like, this I is call, my daughter Samantha. I call, I call Nick Nick every day. But if I found Nick like on the no, street, no, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go Nicholas. No, Nicholas. That's different. There you go. This was this led as I know if it what was a man is. and a male dog. It's a gender swap. Like I get, I get, swap I, get the dog. I get it, but I don't. I don't know if that was a. a is it supposed? Or... Yeah, but is it supposed to be more touching that it was a female dog dying than it was a male dog? I don't think. That I don't think so either. either. Right, no. right, fine. I, I like the idea, but I, I don't personally think that. Just a, just a, just a tip bit of information. I was looking up like the the, the the actor dog for this dog. It's only ever been in this film. Coco, the dog was called. <laughs> Cheers, Nick. <laughs> just thought you might want to know that. Dropping a fact, I think there's there's two dogs. Well, in the credits, it's Coco and. Oh, oh Nick, Nick, mate, you got called out. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even see the second one, but it was Coco. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I I yeah. like the dog character in it, and then you know, obviously, when like Johnny just said that when. He has to strangle the dog. That that's I'd say that's the best scene in the film. It's oh. the most emotional. Like yeah, like I remember the first time I watched, it, I was like, I think I actually teared up a bit the first time I watched it. Can I just say, like you said, the most emotional scene in the film. I feel like it's the only oh, emotional yeah. scene in the yeah, film. Yeah, true. It isn't true. Like, the the helicopter where oh. you know it's gonna get his wife and his daughter okay, in it, yeah, and you know yeah. they're gonna be hit. And you know he dreams about it I'd, constantly. I'd, I don't know if it's just me, but I couldn't give a crap when people die. <laughs> <laughs> when dogs die, I get emotional. I've, I've got to admit, I'm a bit different with the dog. That, no, do you know why it's different? Because because it's a daughter. Because his daughter's going to die, but it doesn't show you the impact. I know, I, yeah, another bit, another, you see the dog, don't you? So another, yeah, you, another tidbit of information. That's actually his, that's Willow Smith. That's yeah, Willow Smith. Is. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what's worse. We knowing that it's his real daughter. Yeah, and the helicopter crashes. He whips her hair back and forth. I reckon the dog one's more emotional, just simply because you see it happening and you watch his face doing it. I, 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 you see, he's, he's, he's like the tears come out of his eyes. Yeah. Doing it, but the other one so emotionally blocks it out. He has the dream, but he tries to make sure he wakes up off the fucking alarm before he sees the impact every time. I can accept. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that. Do you not block out your worst, your worst emotion or yeah, your worst experience you. that you have is fully blocked out of you? Would that not be it? Because it seems to be trying to block. I, it I can, out. I can accept that. Do you know this scene? Like, like. It definitely did. He definitely did die, didn't he, in the helicopter? Well, the other helicopter like, was like, going to. Yeah. I know it, it, it went towards it, but we don't know the the full conclusion of it. Can we not just um, make got... our own conclusion to that? Can we not say no? That didn't crash into it. They they survived and they're off living in Hawaii. You can, but in the story, they died. They died. Not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you if you want to no, you want to feel better about it, Nick. These then, bits in yeah, the films where he says, in, 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 "In my head, off. his wife and family are, are off living the high life in Hawaii." No, he speaks about them as if they were a past tense. And, and I know, but that's a past then. tense to him. In their lives, they're in Hawaii. Hello, <laughs> 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 they're all wearing those little um, grass skirts and stuff. <laughs> I've got to admit yeah. with that dog thing normally like with emotional manipulation like that it would get me with a dog but 
for some reason in this film I was just like I just didn't is care it because the dog died as a, as it was turned well, well, yeah, rather than that, before that's kind of the thing like, what else are you going to do you're going to have to kill it yeah, <laughs> right, like, what else are you going to do to it I know it wasn't Marley and me like it's not like so, that see that doesn't get me emotional to... manipulation kind of thing that doesn't get me either you can't call it emotional manipulation oh, it is. it's just it's showing you a like, bond it's, it's show, like Jono said it's showing a bond it's like trying yeah. to get emotion across in, your, in the film you can't just then go oh yeah they're trying to emotionally manipulate you it is if they want the audience to cry kill a dog no at that moment at that moment in time that was his only living yeah, like connection to like that a past life or, or to yeah. real life yeah because other than that dog there was he spoke to no one yeah except the mannequins yeah, but oh. they weren't real that's what I'm saying and all the, the stuff that he was hunting he never got close to them to I think it didn't help like when the dog before he killed it turned to a cartoon as well it's like you know he's gonna have to kill that cartoon now let's move on from Sam the dog. Yeah. Uh, John, oh, John, did you have any more points you wanted to raise? No. We move on to the ending. Well, I've got quite a few more bits John. actually. Reel them off. You got anything more, John? Oh no. Uh, we've covered the mannequin flirting. Uh, <laughs> like the film costs one hundred and fifty million. Like, can you guys give me an idea of where that money went in this film? Like, this film costs one hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the scenery. <laughs> the scenery, because well, most of them are real street. I mean, that's my theory, though. I'm thinking uh, Will, Smith's Will Smith's salary, salary probably. Maybe. Will Smith made this film. No, but he's like what thirty million. Yeah, of it. thirty mil or something probably. How much was the budget? One hundred and fifty. Uh, fifty mil. It definitely on... didn't go to the CGI. I can tell you that much. Do you think? <laughs> do you think it was to shut down some of the streets in New York? Because I think legit, that's what. It, I, that's my theory. Streets. They had to shut down like Brooklyn Bridge, you They're know, real. Times Square, and film all that stuff. So I imagine that's, but that's a lot of money to spend on. Well, yeah, just a lot that, of the businesses like, covered on that street would need I compensating suppose. for it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I just found it interesting that I was watching. This cost 150 million. Like, there's nothing in it. Like, literally, I, th- I think <laughs> they could have made the set the same way for less. To be honest, yeah. I spent mm, more on the probably. actual people we wanted in as, as the vampire. I mean, I mean, that is one thing for it. It does look quite nice, the film. It's shot quite well. The CGI's... It's because but... you're never going to go wrong with New York City, are you? Because there's so many iconic yeah. places. Post-apocalyptic, when you do it right, it does look great. Especially yeah. in an iconic city where you know what it looks like from other things. 28 Days Later, I had to, uh, London, exactly. this one had New York. Like, it does look good. A couple of things I did really like. Uh, mentioned last week about running times. Great running time, this one. An hour, <laughs> I, 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 I watched it in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> an hour and 40, is it? Yeah, Yeah, pretty much like yeah. one, one hour 38 or something, I think it is. Yeah, I, I thought him would have liked that, yeah. <laughs> one, one whole viewing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another, I wish there were more little details like this in the film. There's one bit when he wakes up and he has to use the world almanac to like work out what time the sun rises. Did he catch this? So he can set his uh, So we can his set alarms. his watch. Like, that is what I want from a film like this, like survival kind of like mm. tactics, you know what I mean? Obviously, the sunsetting is such a big deal in Everything this world. Everything was but... like the tactics, like the uh, the barriers that he's putting over the windows, the doors. Yeah. How he'd literally had to set all that up. He'd, he must have had to took them off the shop because the shutters, aren't they? But I just love that little detail of the, he had to find a world almanac, work out at what point the sun rises in this part of the world and set his watch accordingly. Because yeah. there's no, nothing else to minute. set to, you know what I mean? The, yeah. I like, that's a good detail. Yeah, I, I love that. I've yeah. seen a detail in the film and I didn't know what relevance it had. He opens the fridge, it has Time magazine, says his face, says saviour, yeah. question mark. Why? He was working on a cure once at the time. Yeah, but why would he? Why would they flag him as a savior if he hadn't? He hadn't come to a conclusion well, he, on the he cure. He kept thinking he was really close. To he knew he wasn't. But the bit. Is this, uh, was this to do with cancer? 
No, they no, can't secure it. I suppose that they've been found yet because he was the he's a lieutenant colonel in the army. I'm guessing it's because he was, but he was he, like, he, he had the cure though. He was the cure. And like he tells his wife, "Give me three weeks and I'll I'll, I'll yeah. be cured," kind yeah. of thing. Like, but, but yeah, they're seeing him his blood as the cure. But wouldn't any one of the other one percent be a cure? I don't think at that point they knew he was immune. That's what I don't. They were evacuating Times Square. Yeah, they were. He was literally part of the science team, I believe, working on. The and just because he yeah, must be the head of yeah, the yeah, science yeah, team, yeah. they're down as the savior. But then he had a question mark, and it was questionable. Oh, okay. We can yeah. knock that question mark off now, when we move on to the next part. Well, I've only got one more point to be honest. Uh, I hate stuff like this in films. The religious aspect in this film is brought in as such a last-minute idea. <laughs> I agree. Like when the whole butterfly thing comes up. And it's like, oh, I'm finally listening. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She'd only ever listened to God. Every th- movement she made was specific to supposedly speaking to God. Shall we, shall we move on to talk uh, about the ending as well, though? Am well, I that, right? that is pretty much the ending. Before yeah, we go into the ending, though, yeah. am I right in saying in one of the flashbacks, don't him and his family pray, though? So he used to be she, religious. On the, on the helicopter just before yeah. they leave. So he, he used to be religious, and uh, he, he then says, oh, the the, God's plan wasn't for this and real, like we said reels off the numbers so he clearly his faith has gone and then it's when she turns up that his faith returns yeah. his faith had gone because of the crash does but, someone want to explain the ending but personally just on that final point for me it'd take more than a vague butterfly in a shattered window and a woman with a butterfly tattoo to think oh there is right. a god yeah <laughs> <laughs> finally yeah. no yeah I get it. like does yeah. someone want to give just an outline of how the, the normal ending of the film goes before, yeah. before which we ending are we going for are we going for I've the, got the normal ending then it's just literally straightforward he gets strung up bangs his head he's bleeding she saves him they get taken home and because he's bled all the way home she didn't realise that they'd follow the scent of the blood so they then have, they end up end up breaking into the house if you will I think it's through an explosion that he set up outside happens to blow the shutters off the, his own yeah, house yeah and they get in then through the top yeah. floor he seems to have had like charges set on like all the cars all the cars down waiting. the street yeah. but what he failed to realise was it it'd affect his own house because it's blown the windows I, I, I feel like he would have known that he should but, have known that being a chemist like, but obviously like they all get in they all get in don't they uh, they go down to the basement where he's been like doing tests on rats and he got the uh the, the, the female mutant um, who just happens to be sort uh, of recovering well yeah she she was kind of, she seemed to be on some kind of recovery path anyway but um like in the original end i think this is the theatrical ending anyway isn't it like they all come down and he stood behind this glass pane and they're and trying to break he, he sends the woman and child into like a like a kind of i think it's a coal a coal cellar like yeah, a little like a he basically says get down there you'll be safe down there and, and he kind of runs at the, 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 the door with a grenade. At I'm just ass- at the point they're coming through the glass, it's like a bump like that, isn't it? So like, I'm assuming that would kill him and everyone else around. Kind but of thing. thinking about it, I know that's theatrical, but all you thought, we've spoke about this, he could have just hidden the thing with it and threw the grenade out <laughs> at the door. See, I thought that, like, <laughs> I've spoke to people about this and their, their, their thing is, no, like, he's... he's he, he wanted to be with his family at this point. He wanted to. Do you think he'd give up? He kind of. He was. He, he, he'd done what he set out to do. He, he'd done like he set out to like cure this thing, and he'd kind of done it. Um, I just thought he'd see out. It, he'd see out his work. No, I, 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 I get, I get the point on that. But like, it's if you don't do that, you're not getting the religious overtone no, I know, to the but film do you not think if he was a true scientist he'd have, he'd, have, he'd have seen it out as in like he's got the cure here he's got to take it to this so called colony 
and create the cure for everyone, then he, mean, his job's done. Has anyone seen the the alternate ending to I've this not. film? Because what, what ending? I have. Seen, we've done the one where he kills himself. I have seen this felt this ending, and like I don't like the original ending. I think it's terrible. I'm, I don't understand. Which one's it. the original though? It's, where, it's the, 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 the original one's one where he kills himself. Oh yeah, I don't well, like that either. Yeah. I think that's I, like a cop out. I don't like that at all. But then the the next like the the alternate one is he like he 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 seems to get an understanding between him and the head like mutant guy and the the mutant just kind of takes the female like he kind of realizes that the the head mutant has come for this woman like as if they're like as if it's his wife yeah that it's, kind it's, of thing I've read about it Nick like just to jump in on it it's um it's it's kind of like whilst the mutants they still retain some of the human emotion. I, I, Which I is doubted like, earlier on in the film. I, the I, I feel like it's not like they've retained it. They've just kind of got it back. I, I don't know. I think it, they slowly get it back because he's saying sort of like, um, while he's hunting them and catches the woman, he comes out into the into the light and he starts to burn. And he's saying sort of like, it's showing sort of more human sort of yeah, yeah. connection well, no, between them. No, it, no it, he's saying the opposite. He's saying it's got rid of it because the yeah. the human side would have told him that that's wrong or that that would hurt them. He says they've lost all human consciousness. So even coming out in the daylight, it doesn't, it, they don't fit. It doesn't dawn on them that they shouldn't come out. Yeah. It, he's even willing to burn is himself it, to test it. Is it the next bit then when... Because they they use his props and set up the trap to catch him. Then that's... no, that's his own. I think that's his own trap, and he's forgot about it. No, he but says... he, no it, they go him and the woman go back out and say like they've used my wires. I thought that. it was him. I thought that was his own. I thought he'd set up loads of traps around the city because he's trying to catch you know people to. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was one of his own, and he's forgot because he calls him Frank. I mean, Frank, Frank was in the rec- in the DVD oh, store. Was, yeah, was outside of the shop once. Like, yeah. When, when he got to people. the DVD store, there was a male and oh, female uh, mannequin outside, wasn't he? He went, oh, morning, Frank, morning, Maureen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got some new threads or whatever. Like, so that's why he's like, why, why are you out here? And that's because he's so been, they've lost... he, Frank was set up as a trap for him. For him. A very specific trap, though. We had to step in the puddle to get like slumped up in the air kind of thing. Considering they've lost all sort of human connection or whatever the, the hunting skill is not lost and that's like a more adept well we're getting on to an, an alternate ending thing here uh, have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, what do you mean yeah? the okay. alternate ending is where Nick you've watched it I think we spoke about this before uh, the alternate ending um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually mentioned how like he actually got away with it uh, he actually survived he yeah, like he, he, survived, he survived the well, the final scene of. Well, he he, he, oh. he he kind of came to an understanding with this other mutant, didn't he? Sorry, my, my, the po- yeah, exactly. The it was his, basically that I understood it to be the boyfriend of the the girl mm-hmm. that he had a uh, on the operating table. But like we were trying to say, he previously said in the film they've lost all human connection. So why would that connection for love and caring well, for another? I, I feel this is a, maybe one of the few points they've taken from the book. The whole point of the book is he's killing off these vampires, coldly and inhumanely, just murdering them, hunting them every, hunting them every night. Well, he is. He's testing against them, isn't he? But the point of the end of the film is that they they have a civilization and they've basically taken the world over, and he's the odd one out. And to them, he's like the boogeyman. He is legend, kind of thing. Like they're terrified of him. 
he thinks he's saving the world by killing these monsters, but they're they're the new humanity kind of I, thing. I really like that idea. They don't do it in the film. That, that is why yeah, I, that, that the, the whole thing the of film. I am legend. That's the whole point of it, and they don't do it. Like that. Yeah, that, you should feel like I, I've I've never considered that, and that actually blows my mind. Yeah, I, I like that. In yeah. the book, Thanks, John. <laughs> well, the end of the book is amazing. Like the vampires finally catch him and drag him out and kill him in the town square, like crucified or something. And he has this realization that even though they're doing this to him, they're all terrified of him. And like to the, to them, he is the boogeyman kind of thing. Like you know, the, the guy who comes at night and kills you kind of so thing. So they have some sort of emotion. there's a thought a thought process behind. They, how yeah, they they've are. still got they're the new humanity basically. And to the, to them, he is this evil legend, like the boogeyman who comes at night and kills them. Because in this, they portrayed as when it become a day. Sorry, the other way. Sorry, the other way around, yeah. Come to them, it's like night though, almost isn't it? You know, the other yeah. way around, kind of thing. It's just because he's portrayed in this, like he comes while they sleep and kills them, yeah. kind of thing, like yeah. Uh, but yeah, they don't do that in the film at all. And they know. they portrayed to be sort of completely devoid of anything. They're that, just literally solely hunters. So that's a point from the book that he thinks they are devoid of humanity, but they're actually not. They've actually got civilizations and stuff, and you know they have attachments. Weird. That prefer- puts a whole new spin on this alternate ending for me now. Yeah, and like they've come to get the <laughs> like, like, like I hated that ending, but now you've said that, that kind of puts a whole no. new spin on it. Like, the re- the reason they set a trap, the reason they came at the end to get the... Because like, it was like his girlfriend yeah, or yeah. daughter or whatever, I don't know what, or, you know... They wanted the back. Yeah, oh, I, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we should we talk a bit more about the religious overtones of the film, and then we'll move on to ratings? Yeah, you guys got anything? Yeah, I, I was going to say like it, it, there's a clearly a lot of religious undertones to or overtones. Under over. Do you think? See, I don't think there are. I think they just shoehorned oh. them in in the last minute of the film. Yeah, they just didn't. Yeah, I, I feel like they shoehorned in, but you have to acknowledge that the, the like in the in this in the. You look at a film and say, like, you know, this is a this is a an art piece that you go, okay, we'll watch this. And for this particular film, it feels like they've shoehorned the religion in, maybe. But you know, it's still it's still a part of the film. Now, I don't think it's got the best place in there, but it's like you know the uh, Time magazine where it's like savior, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the film, he ends up saving humanity by killing himself. It's like. Right, okay. You mean, I mean the sacrifice that he's it's, the, it's the sacrificial sort of aspect to it. It's the whole trying to mirror religion. Do you know what I mean? Specifically like, I, Jesus. It didn't, for me, it, none of it fits into that film. It, it just didn't fit at all. Yeah, when, when that whole ending came with the butterfly shattered glass and the girl with the butterfly tattoo did spot that on her neck, I was like, no, no fucking way! You're not, you're not making this like a god parable kind of thing. Like, so that's what that's what I think they tried. They've tried to do. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Like, the, literally, the last two minutes of the yeah. film, and it's like, oh yeah, there is a god. It's like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we move on to ratings? Or well, Inman, do you have anything to do about the god thing at all, or does that not bother you? No. Not really. no. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's let's move on to ratings then. Um, we'll we'll go clockwise. I'm gonna give this film. I have thought about this and we spoke about this that I've enjoyed this more on this watch than I did the original watch but it's still it's still for me very like the most average film you can get so I'm giving it a 2.5 out of 5 see I feel like after my first watch I would have probably rated it higher than I am doing now I feel like I don't. I don't know why. Ten years ago, I feel like I enjoyed this film a lot more than I did last night. Okay. Um. I, I'm just gonna give it a three out of five, yeah. though. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I watched it, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, it was missing and lacking in parts, but I think it's worth a three, a three out of five. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm being way too generous with films. I think the only film I've actually given under a 2.5 is Warcraft so far. That deserved an under a 2.5 right now. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's shaking his head. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's, that's for another podcast. <laughs> episode 2, two. <laughs> so two guys. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm being way too generous. Originally, I was like on your train of thought, Joe, giving it a 2.5. But I do like the hunting cartoon day at the start. And I do like the almanac thing. And that, those two things alone are enough to bump it up from to a three for me. The, the rest of the film I just literally have no opinion about. But those two bits, I'm like, they're, they're, I enjoyed is a strong word, but I kind of enjoyed that. I'm so quite three exci- out of five. I'm quite excited for this bit now. Uh, yeah, this is a... We're, we're Don't we're gonna, that much. <laughs> we're going to come to Sam's rating now who badgered us to I did not review... Badger. Badger is a strong word as well. <laughs> Literally, he is not shut up about it. <laughs> Sam is legend. Sam, what, what's your, what's your review? I think we all want to see this, so I'll just put it out there. I didn't want to do this film. Right. Um, I think I'm going to give it a, a, a worse rating than what you all think I'm going to. Oh, I, I knew we were going to. Oh, 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. 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 <laughs> that was my reaction <laughs> the cat went how so so nobody gave it lower than a 2.5 and nobody gave it more than a 3.5 we, we've all rated it lower than what IMDb basically it's right. 3 out of 5 room consensus IMDb's rating is <laughs> math genius John O'Hare again yep. sorry what, what what's the IMDb IMDb's rating is 7.2 and we've all rated it a lot lower than that I like the film and I've, I've yeah that's 7.2 out of 10 and we've got rated. it a 6 out of 10 how how is seven point two a valid score for this film? It does not deserve that high score. Six out of ten, if you're going to go that rating, is six. I'd say is fair. fair. Yeah, but just going off that, like it made like five hundred eighty-five million at the box office. It was quite good, and it's like I presume that's more to do with the pulling power of Will Smith than anything I think else. at the yeah. time as well. The films that were out were similar. It, yeah. This was peak was Will Smith. Off this it. this was peak Will Smith when he was like box office. Gold around around them times, he was, he was releasing film after film, which was yeah. just like yeah. like box office hit. But look, at, but but look at how many films there was at the time that were zombie vampire apocalyptic related. You know, all that twenty eight days later, they were all within that mid two that like early to mid two thousands and just a bit on. And he's just playing off the fans that they already had. It's a film that a lot of people like. A lot of people wanted to do on podcasts, but only gave it a 3.5. So, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say we gave it a fair rating overall. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, but I will, I will stick up for him on this one. I think films like this will make for better interesting discussion. Like, yeah. Yeah, films if from, we do like, good, If we do good films, it's like, yeah, they're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five no, stars. No, like, no, like, you know what I mean? Well, to sort of segue from your point there, I've raised the idea of doing arachnophobia next week. Yeah, uh, that's obviously not a new film, but it will be a film in a similar vein where we might. But I have... think I think you underestimate how much I love that film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember liking it, but I don't know what it's going to be like again right. on a second watch. Well, know, I think I've seen it once when I was. It's not a second younger. watch for me. I've I've watched I've it religiously. Times, like arachnophobia. Every couple of years. I hate like... spiders as well. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen it at least 10, 11 times, but I hate spiders. But for some reason, I need to watch it, and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in listening to the Arachnophobia review, crawl along over to episode 15 where we'll have it on. <laughs> on the web. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 finish off there. Um, 
Social media, Jono, do you want to give all that away? Yeah, yeah. If you want to contact us on Twitter, that is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Got loads of followers now, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, we're at DST Podcast. And then if you want to catch us on Instagram, that's at DST... Well, it's not at, but it's at DST Podcast 4, number 4. And then if you want personal ones, mind Jono, 88 Jono. And uh, at Taylor1980. I don't really use a personal Twitter anymore, so I thought I was giving it out. <laughs> so you can find Sam at, at Rubik's Football. <laughs> uh, you can look at his Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> Just the f- Retro. That's not a weird comment. Yeah, like, w- when I do it next year, because, I mean, it's, it's very seasonal. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Like, you could follow, have done follow it for that. the Euros, the under-21s. Follow, follow that. Wait, like, when the World Cup comes around, look up Rubik's Football. <laughs> no point following him now. Um, I'm, yeah, it's Joe, Y-E-H-I-T-S-J-O-E. I'm at DST Nick. Fantastic. I love that. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.